Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Hello again, guys. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. My name is Thomas, and welcome to another episode of the Brocast Podcast. And joining me, as always, he's my bro, and he's your bro too. Give it up for Alan. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another wonderful episode of the Brocast. It is he, it is me, it is I, it is he, it is time. I am Alan. Welcome, everybody, back to the Brocast. Thomas, how are you? Bro, I'm going good, and I like your little Bruce Buffer. Yep. It's time you just did there, so. It is time. Hopefully he um, doesn't come knocking at the door going, uh, excuse me, that is $5 million you owe me in that opening. Like, excuse me? Excuse me? Excuse me? Excuse me? That's my little Donald Trump you know, um, impersonation every now and again. Excuse me? Yeah. So yeah, I, hope I, was, that I was like, "What's he doing? What's this? Excuse me from?" Yeah, have you ever heard um, like someone doing like an interview with Trump back in the day while he was talking to the media? He would go, "Excuse me," he just had an interesting way of saying it. It, it was quite comical. I found it comical. It's like, yeah, yeah. what is it? Uh, Pauline Hanson, the please explain to every question please. that she used to get. Please explain. Please explain how. Um, it shows right there in the, in the world that a um, a woman full of hate and pure misogyny and also righteousness against racism can rank hit the ranks higher and high enough in our uh, in our Australian uh, political um, system right there. Just shows how much of an effed up country our country can be sometimes. So you know, some people, are, God damn it, you Australians go easy. No, we don't. And people go, I remember being asked, how the hell does that person get voted in? Old school Australians who are flat out racist? You know, who are scared of um, people coming over to this place, of, uh, into our country and looking different than we are? He's got darker skin than him. Quick, get the torches. Do something about it. And then, you know, it pretty much shows that she is, she will try anything to get 
attention on her and you're just like go go away back to your fish and chip shop which you know unfortunately back in the day went out of business mm. and that's a that's a shame Yes, uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, guys, Pauline Hanson is what's still in politics now, but I reckon just chuck it under the old Google machine and she caused a lot of shit here for us, especially in our time that we grew up, especially in the 90s, and it really was creating a divide between the Australian community. But I must say, you know, Alan and I very much believe it's in unity in the community and, you know, especially in the wrestling community. We actually link with lots of different wrestling podcasts, pop culture podcasts, and Probably one of the things I've been chatting to a few and a couple of DMs that we got on our broadcast is that I, I don't see others as competition in this world that we do. You know, there's thousands of wrestling podcasts and probably millions of just single other podcasts that exist. I don't want yes. to compete with anybody. Like, this idea of this show isn't to go, oh, well, they get more followers or they get more likes or they get more listens. If 10 people listen to our show, that's a win for me. If a hundred listen to the show, so I don't really care how many people listen to it. And that's what I've been saying to a few other people as well is that don't get locked into, oh, we didn't reach our benchmark. If, if you're having fun in your show, do it, but yep. you know, don't see it as competitors, you know, oh, I'm not going to, I want to, oh, he did that show. We're going to do the same thing and we're going to try and copy it. I'll do it better with the companion. We're not trying to compete with anybody. And if someone else does a similar show we did, I'll still check out their show because I still want to know what they did. How did they cover it differently to us? Did they watch along to it? Okay, cool. But I think maybe back when we first started, I was probably a little bit like that, you know, cautious of duplication of content. But that's at the point of my life now where I'm really like, well, this show isn't about that. It's just about having fun. You know, you and I only catch up once a month and we see each other, you know, family events. But the podcast going monthly, you know, the COVID lifestyle. If this was actually non-COVID, we could have been in person recording a couple of shows. But it's the way of the world, and I think it's been like that for a number of times. But thank you, everyone, who've actually hit play and actually downloaded episode yes. 125 of our podcast. Uh, we've delivered many different shows this year. We just recently did a TBK Vault that you guys would have checked out where we covered the uh, – what did we actually release that show? What was it, Al? Do you remember? It was the John Cena and Rusev. WrestleMania 31 and the um, Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock mm. from 17. And yeah, it was a good listen. Good good to go back and listen to it. And good jobs to you uh, yet again for getting that shit all together. Um, if you don't actually follow us, you can do on Twitter at The Brocast. That's T H E B R O K A S T. Also on Instagram, we're on Breaker, we're on Spotify. I think Castbox and Castro, but if you want to talk to us directly, you can either do it via our email, simply broadcast number two at gmail.com, or more into those DMs on Twitter. But before we actually kick into our wrestling companion, we touched on it last month and we're deciding to bring something back. Do you want to tell That's people right. what we're bringing back, Al? That's right, peeps. We're bringing it back. That's right. Not just the silly voices. That's right. We're bringing back the wonderful world we live in. That's right, guys. This is the little segment that we used to do in past, past, past episodes of where Tom and I would find very interesting stories online and we would, wouldn't tell each other about it. We'd probably drop like maybe one word, two words of describing of the actual story that we, uh, we're about to share with everybody. Um, so yeah. So there's been some, have you listened to our last episode? No, I, on our uh, companion, our last companion episode, 
we talked about some of the things that we've discussed in the many, many podcasts. So tonight, for your viewing pleasure in your ear pleasure, we are going to give you not one, but two stories that we found in the wonderful world we live in. I think it's actually been almost uh, middle of 2019 was the last okay. time that we did it. Because the last thing we made up was a compilation where we took all of our stories and just merged it into one mega episode. And you guys could sit back and listen to, I think it was three stories from Ellen, three from me, six in total. So it's been almost, what, nearly three years since we've done it. And we're bringing it back. It's probably one of my favourite things because I used to get pretty inventive with the poster art when I would make up our compilations and it would feature they were fun. clowns and, you know, all these different, many things. But, um, yeah, check out our Instagram if you want to see some of those old ones. But uh, who would like to kick us off, El? Uh, if you wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind going first if you would not, if you would please tonight. No worries. All right. This was gifted to me by my partner. My partner is a former scientist. And she found this very interesting. In the Insider, insider.com, a man whose penis fell off, fell off had a new one grown on his arm, but medical delays meant it had to, it had to be left there for four years. Four years? One, two, three, four. Now, this is just, this is quite fresh this is not very fresh this is almost just during the beginning of the pandemic so we're in 2022 now this story sort of emerged mm. back in 2020 shall i continue definitely okay a british man has had a penis growing on his arm for four years thanks to an incomplete but groundbreaking medical procedure. Malcolm McDonald, 45, lost his penis in 2014 after a long term of infections in his premium turned into sept uh, sorry uh, that turned into septus. He had told the sun his fingers, toes, and penis turned black before um, they, the appendage fell off. His fingers and toes, as well as his testicles, were fine. So, fingies, toes, ball bag, dong meat, no more. He quoted, Mr. McDowell, uh, Mr. McDonald said, When I saw my penis go black, I was beside myself. I was like, a, it was like something out of a horror film. I was in a complete panic. I knew deep down it was gone and I was going to lose it, he told the outlet. The father of two said he withdrew from his, the, he was withdrawn from his friends, family and friends and turned to alcohol after losing his penis. But after two dark years, McDonald's general practitioner referred him to David Ralph, MD, an octologist who previously created the bionic penis for a man born without one. Surgeons constructed a 65,000 penis using the skin, uh, skin flaps from his arm. Just throwing you right there from the skin flaps. 
right there. The bingo <laughs> wing right there. Uh, Ralph, who works at the University College Hospital in London, told McDonald he had grown a penis on his arm but would take it off in two years. The, ar- the arm is ideal for... Uh, is a is a crafting site for uh, producers because of the skin's quality and sensitivity. Surgeons took a flap of Mr. McDonald's left arm and wrapped it around a vein uh, harvested after the parts of his body, as well two tubes that would make it, sorry, sorry two tubes that were infiltrated by a hand pump to create an artificial erection. So he just he just has to squeeze the old pump and you know he gets a bit of a gets a gets a bit of a hard on. The shaft was separated from his forearm right here, leaving the base so skin and tissue could form around it. Another quote for Mr McDonald that that they can make a new penis at, after all is incredible but they but so but they can build it on my arm it looks <laughs> like something out of a weird science fiction comic book but my chance but it's my chance of a normal life the surgeons even gave McDonald an extra two inches on his new penis in request. It was at his request because he's like, well, my other penis was, you know, this. Could you give me another extra two? <laughs> another quote. I took it, uh, so I took to it as much of a nicknaming it called Jimmy. That's right. He called his Willie Jimmy on his arm. That was me and my mates calling each other after another uh, growing up and their penises definitely had a new mate, he said. The appendage cost around about 65000 and all was covered in the National Hospital Service. A, a lot has still has to go right before the penis reconstruction. We, we, we call it success. Now, this is gets down to the interesting part, guys. Because of late of time, COVID hit. And uh, our good friend Mr. McDonald couldn't uh, get to the time of going to the hospital and getting his penis removed from his arm down to his nether region. So, here we go. Although the plan to attest the penis of McDonald's groin in 2018 has been dangling from his arm for, for the extra two years, the surgeries were pushed back due to illness, scheduling, conflicts, and now the coronavirus. McDonald tells the son he is hoping to have his penis graft where it belongs by the end of the year. Until then, he's wearing long sleeve shirts and that is ladies and gentlemen my wonderful world we live in excuse me question please yes the boy so, over there 
Can he control that, though? Like, does he urinate out of that? Nope. It's just a flap of skin that's been formed into shape of a penis. But he can't do anything with it? Not yet. Wow. Now, I will do a follow-up on this next time we look. Uh, we will, we will, will revisit this to uh, Mr. McDonald. And I'm not going to say he had a farm, but he had a, a penis on his arm. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. A very okay. interesting way of saying the old song back in the day, Detachable Penis. Um, so, yes, we will find out more from, uh, from Mr. McDonald. Thank you very much. All right. Ready for my one? Go for it, bro. So my one is from, let me look at the date. This was from about two weeks ago. And it says on the heading, warning, this one's not for the squeamish and contains graphic images, which we'll be, we'll be sharing these on our actual uh, iTunes uh, feed. You'll see it there on our notes. Very nice. Do- doctors were left baffled after finding a whole glass inside a stomach of a 55-year-old man who claims he swallowed the cup while drinking tea. Jesus, mate, come on. <laughs> Jesus, come on, don't. Shit, where's my cup going? Um, I, I hate this. I hate this fucking China. Every time oh. the, the missus makes me a cup of tea, can't smash it because she'll get angry at me. Mm-hmm. Swallows it. Jesus, what? Maybe you think of, uh, what is it, Willy Wonka when he eats the, the, the cup on the tree in the Willy Wonka film. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> All right, here we go. The patient was admitted to a hospital in Banya, India, with constipation and severe abdominal pain. He underwent an ultrasound and x-ray in which doctors located a serious disturbance in his intestines. Much to their shock, that disturbance turned out to be a whole glass. I'm talking like an actual scotch glass, Al. Jesus Christ, how? Yeah. Doctors tried to remove the glass from the rectum with an endoscopic procedure, but had no such luck. So they had no choice but to operate on the man to finally remove it. The embarrassed patient claims he simply swallowed the glass while drinking a cuppa, although doctors aren't convinced due to the food pipe being too narrow for objects to pass through it. Dr. Manmul Hassan, head of the team of operating doctors, said, how the glass got inside the body of the said patient is still a mystery. Thankfully, the patient is currently stable after his curious mishap. Speaking of foreign objects stuck inside the body, a 37-year-old virgin ended up in a predicament after getting a six-feet-long nylon string stuck inside his penis after an unsuccessful sex game. (laughs) 37-year-old virgin. Yeah. Yeah. Sex game. Not squid game. Sex game. Hey, mate, you want to play a game? (laughs) Just... It's a form of docking right there. You, you know, see that string, you... that string behind you? Pause it here for a sec. Alright. <laughs> Feed it in. Feed it in. Google gobble. Google gobble. <laughs> what the fuck, man? The unnamed man was participating in the sex stunt. It was a stunt. Before, a getting, stunt. The, before getting the string lodged into his aretha and ended up oh. having to have it removed while he was under local anaesthetic. 
The patient's unfortunate situation was documented in the medical journal Radiology Case Reports, which explained how the man had used the string, which is usually uh, used to thread beads onto, while fully erect and watching a pornographic video. <laughs> come, come on, come on, mate. <laughs> that... Yeah, okay. Look, sometimes in life, yeah, you get that fucking desperate, you know. You know. I mean, personally, no, I've never done that. But just hearing a bloke go, I'm, I haven't had sex. I need to put something on my penis. But it's for beats. So, yeah. you know, like that. So that's not one but two from you right there about man putting jar, I'm sorry, um, eating glass. I don't know. Something tells me that guy has watched One Man, One Jar. And, well, we're, uh, well, we're nearly at the end. Let's see what the ending might say. Oh, okay. So still in this story talking about the guy with the bead, it's got a two stories and one it says. I, I, According yeah. to the reports, it was the first time that he'd performed uh, this, although the study noted that he did watch porn and masturbate every day. It went on to outline in several cases patients may deny inserting objects and claim that the items were accidentally inserted no, in. No, no, no. This is due to the feeling of embarrassment, of admitting this behaviour to achieve sexual gratification, which often leads to difficulties in acquiring accurate information during history-taking. Therefore, patients often come to the doctor with late and serious complications. The patient in this report also hesitated to share his condition about during history uh, taking due to the embarrassment. Aside from being embarrassed, he was also difficult to communicate with. <laughs> and that's the end. And that is, guys, the wonderful world we live in. Comment I, I am Job. I am Job. <laughs> oh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, most of these people do need help and mm. uh, I don't want to really make I, I'm trying I'm trying not to make fun of this but come on man the guy in glass you didn't you didn't eat that that went up your bum and then you got stuck you go eat glass because it fucks your insides but if you put like glass you know I'm bored this coronavirus is driving me insane glass up the ass. Yeah, it's, it's like oh, it's like a yeah, commercial break, eh? Ninety seconds. No, um. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I don't want to. Hu I'm not hungry because I know if I'm, I've already watched this show thousands of times. I very care about the coronavirus. I can't leave my fucking house. Glass up the ass. Let's go. Well, listen. There's, there's, there's another headline. I'll just read you this one more headline, right? Mm. Listen to this. This is just the headline. Mm. I impotent. That's not a good way to start. Nope. Impotent man, right? Impotent man's partner accidentally, right? Uh, uh, Those four words aren't good together. No, they are not. <laughs> Impotent man's partner accidentally sprays installation foam inside penis. Don't, no. Yeah. So the stuff that you put into your wall? Yeah. Your wall, <laughs> that yes, stuff that expands? Yeah. Yeah, this point is. I would imagine that man's penis exploded. Look at, the, look at the picture of the guy doing the putting it in the cupboard there, the, the wall. Yeah, I know. I I, I know what. Thank you. Yeah. Wowzers. Um, comments, questions. But you know why? Hold on. Read that. Story. I'm just reading it briefly here. So the reason why he did it 
was for his erectile dysfunction. So his partner thought, you're having problems getting erect. If I spray the foam in there, that'll, no. make, it <laughs> that'll make it hard no. enough. No, it won't. It's a, it's a fucking poison. Yeah. You put that into your body. What You think, you're, honey, just put it in the pee hole. And then it will just stay rock hard or something. No, no. There is stuff out there for, for men out there for, you know, there's like Viagra, Blue Chew. I don't know what we have down here. I think we, have, you know, the equivalent to it is like horny goat's weed or something like that. But no, 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 no. There is no need to put a poison in your penis to make it hard for your missus. No. Oh. And as I say every episode, if the aliens yeah. were looking yeah. down and they're seeing this society, that's what the yeah. human race is showing the aliens. They are, they are fucking off to another planet. They're going, nah, nah, they, these people are weird. Oh, well, that's it, guys. That's another, as I said, it's another edition of the wonderful world we live in. All right, guys, it's now time to actually kick into what you actually clicked play on the episode for. After about 25 minutes, it's time to kick in. We to are so sorry. 76 <laughs> wrestling companion, guys. So we've actually watched 75 wrestling events from the likes of WWE, WWF, WCW, TNA, ECW, and a range of other wrestling promotions. And today, we're actually traveling to something that we haven't done in almost, I think it's two years. Last time we did an ECW show was back in May of 2020 when the lockdown first happened in our country, and we are travelling to the year 2000, aren't we, Al? And the year 2000. Yes, that's a Conan O'Brien skit that um, I still like to do every now and again, even though that was 22 years ago, and they still continue the skit after the year 2000. So thank you, Conan. Thank you, Andy Dick. Thank you very much. So yes, we're going back to the year 2000, guys, and we're going ECW, ECW. We're getting a bit extreme. We're living dangerously, 2000. This is on March 12th of 2000. And just a fair warning to everyone listening, this is an R-rated show on the WWE Network. And it's for violence and language. And I think some of the violence that we do see here tonight is violence against women. So just be ready for that. ECW Tag Team Championship is in a three-way dance featuring the Impact players, Raven and Mike Awesome and Tommy Dreamer and Masato Tanaka. The winner of the ECW Television Championship Tournament is crowned as Super Crazy takes on Rhino. The legendary Dusty Rhodes battles Steve Carino in a bull rope match and more. Now, before we actually hit play, guys, we want to give a shout out to not one, but two great wrestling podcasts. Check these guys out. Well, hello there. My name is Ryan, and with me, as always, is the man, the myth, the legend, the one, the only, Vinny. And we are the hosts of the Front Face Lock Podcast. We are brought to you in part by Lucky 13 Beard Company. You can find them at Lucky13BeardCO.com or on Twitter at Lucky13BeardCO. Here at the Front Face Lock Podcast, we drink, we watch old wrestling pay-per-views, and we give our twisted drunken views on what we are watching. And sometimes, for no reason, we'll go off on a drunken rant about whatever's on our mind. You can find us at anchor.fm slash frontfacelockpodcast. 
or anywhere else you can find a podcast. Instagram and Facebook at Front Face Lock Podcast and Twitter at Front Face Lock. If there's anything you want to hear, you can email us at FrontFaceLockPodcast at gmail.com. Oh shit, here we bro. Cast a subscribe for Australia's 15th ranked show, The Terrible Wrestling Takes Podcast. I'm your host, Bishop. And I summarize today's wrestling as it's given to us, not how it should be done. I also am the only podcast that doesn't know what Vince thinks. I just spit truth based on what's on TV. So head over to TWTakesPodcast.com to find your favorite podcast platform. Follow over at TWTakesPodcast on Twitter. Now back to the Aussies number one, the broadcast, for more throwback terrible wrestling takes. All right, guys, we are back. Do you have your WWE network ready loaded up on the pick? Well, installations. I oh, know, don't worry about that. No, just saying, like, Cock, do you want some? Inst- I got some installation spray. Do you want that all? Shut the fuck up. Move oh. the fuck on. Right. Oh, companion. Yes. Companion. <laughs> all right, guys, like WWE network, whatever way you do it, your phone, your tablet, your. PC, your PlayStation, whatever you're going to do it, uh, click the in-ring section, ECW, go down to 2000. And as Alan said, ECW, Living Dangerously, 2000. I actually finished watching this last night. It's a really good show. And I think for two hours and six minutes, we actually get lots of action uh, for this yes. type of small actual pay-per-view event. So, again, we're going to hit play very shortly. Alan, could you give us our countdown? All right, peeps. Let's get ready to watch in five, four, Three, two, one. And we've got this sinister minister. Talking about the uh, seven deadly sins. Look at those eyebrows. Yes, look at them. Look at those nails. Yes, I actually, uh, after I finished watching this last night, I decided to put on the Canyon episode from Dark Side of the Ring and watch that again, just to see how Minister had changed from, like, here to, like, 22 years later doing the season of uh, Dark Side of the Ring. It's a very sad episode, like, reflecting on watching it again. It's like, you know, Canyon was so innovative for his time, but it was really a sad tale of, you know, in terms of his mental health and how, you know, led to his demise. But but it also shows you how long that, uh, what is it, Minister's been around. Yes, he has. So he's just throwing down all the seven deadly sins. Which is funny, because that eventually was would try and be the WCW calendar in 2001. That's right, that's right. At this time, they were... Um, Russo thought it was a good idea. Let's name them after the... That's pretty funny. I love that line there, the, where he says... Yeah, because he used to manage Wrath in WCW. I'm trying to think what his old name was back then, too, when he was a manager. I thought he was always the Sinister Minister. It was only a ECW thing, was it? No, when he was in WCW, he used to manage Wrath and Canyon. Yes, he did. Um, I'll just find what his name used to be. It's like completely sounds nothing like his name would be here. Yeah. but yeah, as we were saying, yeah, WCW was trying to do what was it, greed and sin and wrath and stuff as pay per view names. And that's yeah, what Bishop I think what Russo was trying to do. He yes. was called James Vanderberg. James Vanderberg, that's right. Yeah. When he was in, yes. he had no hair, small little goatee, and he yeah, used to manage Wrath and Canyon and a few other talent at that time period. 
and we are living dangerously. Uh, just give everyone a bit of a fair warning here too. The opening to this show goes for quite a while. Mm. Okay, so just the um, actual opening of the show. Well, actually, it's after <clears throat> Cyrus the Virus and Joel Gertner have a conversation. Yeah, because I think it was, it was trying to set up the Joel Cyrus match because I think they fought at, I think it was Arkany Rules. Or yes. possibly November to remember they faced off that year. But this, when I watched this, this was a long promo. I think it's like almost 20 minutes before the first match actually starts. Mm-hmm. And if, I don't know if you saw there in the corner there, they actually were promoting the video game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think they actually show just before the main event, they show a commercial for it. And they go, check out these graphics. And you're like, wow. Like that would have looked awesome back then. But when you look at, like, 2K22 now, you're like, yeah, that's a game. But you look at it back then, it's your attitude era where the arms are just moving like that. and Funny. I think I even had Yeah, we did. We did have that. Yes. We did have that. It was an interesting game, I must say. Hmm. I remember it was one of the first games I played having blood, too. Because I don't think... Maybe No Mercy? No, No Mercy, um... I think Warzone had blood, but I know the ECW game had lots of blood. Now, Joel Gurner does not look like this now. No, he doesn't. Like when we saw him on some of our previous WWE, WWE, sorry, WWE ECW shows, those pay-per-views, he looked like he, like he was asking JBL for a job. Mm. He looked... Different man. Well, we covered a 2002 team. I remember he was there with Bruce, and uh, he was skinny as then at that time. Very period. skinny. Yeah. Yes. There is a there is a family up the front with an ECW with ECW. It looks like. Yeah, there's there's young kids there. Yeah, with their dad. That's cool. It's like two younger brothers. <laughs> Cyrus the Virus. The I love that. Look at, the, look, at, look at the T and uh, TNN logo with the X crossing at the pay per view. Yes, because he was part of the TNT network. Yeah. Boom. But see, like when you close your eyes, like you can hear him. Like that's that's the AEW voice when he was there with Kenny Omega. When he was there in Impact Wrestling, you know, with Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson and the Elite. I like him. I've always been a fan of him. Oh yeah, big time. And he, this is we've had him on this show several times as well too. Mm. Also part of the Trinity Commission. Yeah, when he was the Jackal. Yes. Mm. I had to have, to have a laugh too because I looked at Joel yesterday and I'm like, that's Alan's exact hairstyle and beard when we were younger. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really do that now. I mean, I could draw, but you know, I'm just growing it out. See, that, that looks like you and me. I got my hair, long hair, and <laughs> yeah. What are Fuck they saying? You, Cyrus. Fuck you, uh, Cyrus. That's what I would say to the crowd if they were doing that to you, me. If you could cut a bad guy promo on my ass, it'd be fantastic. Mm. Look at Joey. Settle down, everyone. We don't need a fight. So he's kicking him to the curb. 
WCW pay-per-view. But it's pretty cool that they actually turned a real-life issue that Paulie had with TNN into a storyline. Yes. Like, he really did felt pissed off at TNN. I would only show commercials for ECW during ECW. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't and run an ad during Raw. They would run ECW ads when ECW had a commercial break, but they would never they promote would... them at another time. And they used to have ECW over in the States on, on godly hours. Yeah. Like, the... um. I think it was like three o'clock in the morning. They would actually do the, mm. the actual show. Well, you had Raw, you know, that's eight o'clock, uh, nine o'clock central. Bang, right yeah. over those times. And that's the thing too. Like, I think the first time I watched this event was a V, no, a DVD version from the video store. I this, we used yeah. to have like an all pro wrestling section with like world wrestling federation and world championship wrestling. And then there was this little small section of ECW and then they had like maybe five DVDs. And I remember the first one I grabbed was this and I'm like, what's that? You know, I'll have a look at this one. And then remember watching it with you and like, what is this? Like, this is nuts. This is crazy. This way. Yeah. Cause we were watching like W W E programming and WCW, and like, wow, there's so much, you fat mm. bastard, there's so much swearing in this, and violence against women, we never really got to see that much on, well, we did at this time on the other shows. Well, you had the Dudley boys doing their table stuff, like, you would have been yes. 16, I would have been 14, so we were seeing things like Dudley's, but not to this extreme, with like, yes. blood and, you know, tax and barbed wire and things like that. I like the crowd saying to Joel, fuck him up, Joel, fuck him up. I do enjoy hearing that shit. Mm. And the ECW crowd are just dudes that look like us too, which is hilarious. Yeah. It's funny because it's almost, you know, to an extent you see that in, in AEW. Yes. You know, you see a lot of families there. You see a lot of rabid fans who love the hardcore stuff. You know, he loved the tax, love the glass. CM Punk, MJF, Revolution, that type of old school wars where there's blood and all that type of stuff. And Oh, here we go. He's going to rough him up. Oh, my God. It's a pretty good super kick. Does anyone ask for the super kick party? Oh, Jesus, I, lo- I see what you did there. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Joey's just riding him like a gorilla. He's like He's got that gorilla grip going. It's so weird with Good. no commentary. Yeah, that's... Like, there's no one telling you that that's what's happening. Like, you know that Joey oh is a commentator, but there's no one talking over the dog. Yeah. Here we go. Come on. Mr. RVD, met him. Baba Dudley taking a... Oh, Balls Mahoney again. Oh, we've got the Impact players. Miss Storm Marie and Jason. Good goodness gracious. And that's the thing, too, like, you know, for the American listeners, you know, you guys did get this. We actually had no streaming oh. or, or anything of ECW. Like, we would get Nitro, I think, on our Fox Sports channel. And I think we used to get WWE, I think, either on Fox 8 or sometimes on Fox Sports. But ECW was never on the air down here. Well, the first time we ever got the ECW was on the the attack where WCW mm. and ECW teamed up. Um, on that Monday Night Raw. 
Yeah, July 2001. That was awesome, that. Have we covered that show? No, I was actually thinking about putting it up for this year. I was going to actually chat to you closer to July because it's only like an hour and a half, but it was the final roar on the way to Invasion. Yes. Because mm. Invasion's one of my favourite pay-per-views, that one. Well, we just didn't see it coming. I mean, we are yeah. watching it, and there's a title change that night too. The Dudleys lose their belts to the APA, and then there's a massive, um, like, turn. Mm. Which was great because we're sitting at the edge, on the, on the edge of our seats, going, "What in the hell is going on?" Yeah, because there's a tag match that gets thrown out when uh, Van Dam and Dreamer come in, and then ECW talent come down like Credible, the Dudleys, and Raven and Taz. Then they turn and then they assault Jericho and Kane. But that's the middle part of the show. Yeah. And then after the commercial break, you see Shane and Vince say, "Hey, look, I didn't know what happened there." How about yep. you get five guys, I get five guys, and we do a match tonight. And that's what led to that super main event of, like, ECW versus WWE and WCW, and then it all just blows up. It's an awesome show. We should do it. Fantastic. So that was quite a long opening to the ECW mm. show, this was, the opening packages. I mean, they were showing things that was going on. It was pretty much all the matches tonight. Oh, we're going to couple of cowboys in the ring. Steve I, love Steve with... I love Steve Canario. He's awesome talent. Oh, look at Jack Victory. Look at that face. Double now, pieces, miss... though. This is. Um, um, what's got? Okay. Did you hear I that? I don't know what. Yeah, yeah. It's like. Something went promo, through the yeah. mic. <laughs> it was like a pre-taped promo played over the loudspeaker. We're live, pal. Jim Ross! And also, Canario's son actually wrestles now, Kobe Canario. Mm-hmm. And that makes you feel and, old. You think, well, his son was probably like four years old here. You know, 22 years old. He's probably like mid-20s now. So it makes sense he probably would follow in his father's footsteps. So is Carino, he's WWE, isn't he? Is he in the uh, back? I believe he's in the back, I think. I think he was, but I don't know if he was on the cuts, though. Let's have a look. Uh, the biggest douchebag who's, who's he pointing out, Al? He's talking to the Sandman's wife and called her a douchebag. Oh, dear. Oh, no. No, there's no news. So let's see where he's at now. Yeah, so he's been in WWE since 2016 at the Performance Center. Yes, I thought so. Hey, we got Vladimir yeah, so, and the so boys he's been producing there. producing a lot of ECW, uh, no, producing a lot of NXT matches, including the Tommaso Champa Velveteen Dream match. Okay. Mm, back in tw- uh, 28, 2018. Okay. I just love how, like, Sandman's son is just copping it there, too. Yeah. He just came from a baseball game, and let's go to the ECW show, and yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Don't listen. (laughs) Hey, you you little bastard. The Sandman's not even your real dad. Jesus. He looks exactly exactly like him, though. Look at him. He is. 
Oh. Jesus, mate. Why didn't you... Ins- oh, goodness. He just... He, she just slapped him in the face. Yeah. Where's... That's Atlas Security. Mm. Um, excuse me. Um, excuse me. Uh, excuse me. Can you do something about it? It's a part of the show, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Look at the table in the corner. Atlas the Security. Oh, my. Um, oh, shit. Here he comes. Is he going to get his dick out? Yeah. He's going to, yeah. Okay, easy up. Yeah. Do you know they did this before in WWE with The Rock and China as yes, well? I remember this. Yeah, with The Nation. Oh. oh. There he comes. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. Look at that, man. Jesus Christ on a bike. But they let it at the same time, too. No, no, no. Do- oh, she sold that so well. Holy what a shit. freaking legend. Good God. Sandman's wife has been gored through a table. And I love how the crowd aren't hushing quiet. They're chanting no. UCW. <laughs> and now Elder Security gets in. Come on, guys. No, don't beat up on the wrestler. It's okay. But beat up on the woman. It's fine. Shit, her head hits so hard, too. Good gravy. And then we got some of the referees as well too. We got Mike Vinnigan. And we've got commentary as well too. Hmm. Sarah Savirus and Joey Siles. Oh my god. She's out. Oh man, look at Poor Beer here. Jesus, man, and the kids. Remember when she got pole-driven on Mother's Day? Happy Mother's Day, you fucking bitch. Jesus. We're going to do that one as well, too. Yeah, we should. I'm going to find out which show that actually was. Sandman's wife, pole driver. Yeah, easy now, because that sounds like something completely different. Well, what's this? <laughs> Favourites? After never, never land. Oh, shit. So it happened in the year 2000, and it's on Reddit there with the actual clip, so let's see if people are telling me what it was from. I think it might be the um, one of the Guilty as Charged or pay-per-views. Let's have a look. That, Remember wow. we actually had her in a match. Remember when we covered uh, ECW, what, 1994, World, when Worlds Collide? She turned up with Sandman against, in that Singapore uh, Kane match or something. Against Woman and I think it was Dreamer? Uh, here we go. She was pole-driven through the table at Hardcore Heaven, oh, the yes. next pay-per-view. Well, yes, because there's an interesting thing that Rhino says about a um, certain part of her body in one of the backstage um <laughs> yeah and then i think she gets attacked later and some a part of her goes into a toilet well i've got here her head was thrusted into the toilet at heatwave <laughs> yeah, that's it mm-hmm. i think we might be doing a bit of an ecw follow-up maybe for uh, our viewers pleasure or our pleasure mainly so that meant that so hardcore heaven came next which was may i don't think they had a june event and then heat wave was july 
So okay. for the next three pay per views in a row, she got fucked up somehow. Don't bring, don't the same man. Don't bring your family to the goddamn wrestling arena. Do you think she was on payroll? Do you think she got paid to do with that? I hope so. One whore down, one to go. Yes. Go, Steve. Is he referring to the dusty in the hoe? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look, oh, you say, I, I'm the new American dream. My goodness. Yes, I sent Alan a, what, a gif of this match the other day, because we used to talk about this years ago, and it was one of those things where I was just thinking of when we could follow, you know, when could we do the event, it worked out to be this year, and I sent Alan a gif of the actual, uh, one of the scenes in this match, and Alan's like, we have to do it. I'm like, yeah. okay, Because the, the actual thing that's coming up is tattooed to, into my brain. There's many things that I should remember, but mm. this certain part coming up, is my god now dusty rose in a ecw arena in a show unbelievable because mainly when you think of old school wrestlers that go to ecw we always think of the funkster terry funk yeah but the dream in ecw yeah because funk would have been yeah funk was actually in uh WCW battling for the hardcore title against what Norman Smiley and Fit Finley and all those guys getting kicked in the head by a horse with Meg. Yeah. Shit, that's still fucked up, man. That's still they, they allowed them to go out the back. That referee is trying to come here. You have to wear it. Yeah, it says here he left WCW in the year 2000 and went to ECW, making an appearance as guilty as charged in January, where he was attacked by former ECW world champion, the king of old school, Steve Canario. Yes. And then he teamed up with, uh, what, Tommy Dreamer to defeat Canario and Raven on an ECW on TNN episode back in March, and then we had this match here. Yep. A bull rope match. My goodness. Because would you say what his last match was, what, Flair in WCW? Remember the kiss my ass thing, the mixed tag with Jeff Jarrett and Dusty and Dustin? I have not washed my ass in so long. I have had so many burritos, my boy. And then Goldust, sorry, Dustin, oh, daddy, I've done the same thing. Yeah. That's a, that's a legit promo they did together. And that's actually... actually uh. I watched the final thunder the other day and it actually features them forcing Ric Flair and Jared to kiss an actual horse's ass. As you do. Yeah. yeah. I thought they were going to be like that. They, then they forced them to kiss each other. <laughs> do it. They got, um, they got, that was her name, Mindy the maid, the outfit, and they got the old mannequin that Flair mm. made out with back in the old Jim Crocker promotion days. And they, they said, kiss it, kiss it in the ring. Well, listen to this. Listen to this. Shit. He's just a common man. Jesus, mate. American. No polka dots required. Well, he's cutting him up actually, now. I think he's actually wearing the polka dot boots that he had in WWE. Mm. Jesus, For those mate. playing at home. 
Just saw that security yeah. guards wearing the ECW wrestling shirt. That's the one I made for us, remember? I made a TBK version years Still ago. Got that. With, uh, Still Yeah, the purple ECW made a TBK wrestling uh, shirt. Awesome one. Came out so good, mean, It's been meaning to ask, where did you get your shirt? The one I'm wearing now? Yes. This is your shirt. Is it? I yeah. thought I remember having that back in the day. I think it was the day we went to NXT. Yep. And I didn't have any wrestling shirts. And you said, I'll bring you one. And I put yep. it on. It was way too big. And now, because of COVID, fits perfectly. Excellent. Because you can tell, <laughs> I can. I remember having that shirt. Yeah. And it is, your favorite wrestler sucks. I do like that shirt. Where did you actually get it from? Um, I think it was the just in the early days of pro wrestling tees. Ah, right. Yeah, because my son goes, who's, whose top is that? Like, which wrestler? And I think, good question. I said, I actually don't think it's an actual person's logo. And I couldn't no. see the logo on the back, so I thought I'll ask you and see if you remember where you got it from. Oh, jeez, he's digging that. Jack Vitry helping, holding down the dream. Oh, Karina's got juice as well, too. And it's good to actually see what wrestling in the crowd, because we don't actually see that actually at all, I don't think, anymore. It's always kept to the backstage areas, side of the arena, or in oh, the ring. Another. Jesus. I still love that Dusty's having problems with his jeans. So as he's getting yeah. stabbed in the face with a cowbell, pulls his pants up. Good man. Yep. So uh, from where I've heard from some of the shows with Shivani back in the day, he would talk about Dream. Dreamer wasn't one for wearing underwear. Too restrictive, so, eh? Yeah, that's what he was saying. And yeah, look at this. Ew. Look at the actual gash on his eye. Like, it yes, looks he's really, gonna... like, it looks thick as. Yes. There's a good, he looks at the hard cam and you're like, holy crap, you can't see his whole eyeball. Look at it. Yeah, he's, that's old school. That's like when he was attacked by the Road Warriors back in Crockett days and he was stabbed in the eye. Hmm. One, by one of the spikes that the Road Warriors used to wear on their um, on their attire out to the ring. When was that? They, Jim Crockett. Jim Crockett Barry Motions, probably back in 85, I believe. Oh. Yeah, took a spike to his eye. And, uh, yeah, the Warriors were <laughs> pretty much heels from there. And then they turned, then he teamed up with them about, I think it was like six months later, maybe a year later, and they became the six-man tag. So, what do you think of what do you think about six-man tag team championships? I think AEW should do something about that. I mean, WWE still don't know what to do with tag team wrestling. I mean, yes, we just got new tag champs the other week, but mm. still, there are so many tag teams, you know, six persons in. Um, AEW sooner or later they're going to bring it back and I hope they do because then you can get like tag team wrestlers who are not getting used as much you can go and you know defend them elsewhere mm. um, well you want to saw Tony Khan announce the purchase of Ring of Honor and they actually have six man tag team championships and that's probably mm-hmm. the only promotion I really know that has them and actually does something with them so now, were you a happy little dweeb when you heard that noise uh, about um, ROH? Um, I was happy, but I just – Tony Khan can't deliver a promo without coming across really weird. So <laughs> I would have just read like read a, a, a you know something promoting it, um, but to I see did. him cut a promo 
I can't listen to him. After about 10 seconds, I'm like, dude, just text it to me. <laughs> it, yeah, I I only saw it about it. I saw how Tony Khan looked. He looked like young Frankenstein with his old hair frizzed up. And, oh, I was like, did you do some cocaine before you came out, sir? Come on, man, run a fucking comb through your hair. Have a shave. I mean, I can't talk, but... <clears throat> but it's um, like he's like he's never practiced how to do a promo. He, he's at all different levels oh. in his voice. Like, he's really, really loud and high. Really, hell. Like, he doesn't just talk... Like, you think of Vince McMahon when he would cut a promo. God damn it. And then you think of Tony Khan, and you're like, what are you doing? Like, I don't think I've really breathe. seen... I don't think I've seen Khan cut a, cut a promo. And I'll I send you I'm a couple of links. Yeah, please don't. I'm all right. No. Delete. Yeah, I'm like, did you watch it? Watch what exactly? Yeah, if you pull the pants up, there we go. Yep. Yeah. Just a common man. Oh my god, look at that face. Oh, here we go. No need for this. Oh, uh, like he sits it right on his what? His tricep. He's Jesus trying to Christ. scar him. He's trying to leave his mark on him. Oh. Look, he wedges it in and then just rips it up. Look at that branding him, isn't he? Yeah, basically. I'm waiting for someone to come around the corner and with a, a branding hook. Man, just kicks him in the arm, and we've got juice in the arm. Ooh. What are you talking yeah, about, Joey? What are you talking I'd like to apologize for the fans for any blood here. I'm like, it's easy W. Yeah, he's got to keep the people happy. The um, the people from well, oh, you spin towards um, Jack Victory. He's beating him up. Yeah, this is just all dusty now. Yeah, but anyway, going back to ROH, are you happy you saw the risen again? Yeah, well, I, I, they were always coming back in April to do Supercard of Honor. It was just no yes. talks of who was running it and how it would work. What I think okay. is cool is that the fact that Tony Khan owns it now, like all of the library he owns as well. So you might, you know, all in and stuff like that. They can promote that now on AEW where they were restricted to do that in the past. It's good. Yep. I'm excited for it. Beautiful. And it, they've still got some really good wrestlers, don't they? Um, that um, they're going to get used, hopefully. Yeah, they'll do some crossover and stuff like that as well. You just smash him with the elbow there. The bionic elbow. Is Dusty in the in the two K games? I think he was in the eighteen and nineteen. I don't yeah. think he's in any of the other ones. Speaking of games, have you picked up um twenty two yet? Haven't haven't played it but saw lots of footage of it it only came out yesterday i think in disc form in australia what do you drop there uh it looked like tape like they're all good okay. oh, oh it is sticky tape yeah it's white it's got um, like footy style tape what? like the one you use for shoulder what's, strapping and stuff like that what's the what's this referee doing this Oh, no, they just said this referee is looking for uh, payback from Milwaukee. So something uh, must have happened to that ref at the last event or show. Jesus oh, there we go. Christ. He bludgeoned him. 
Now listen to this. Listen to the sound of this shot. Uh, Dusty's going to go extreme, is he? Mm-hmm. This referee, my God, yeah, mate. Watch this, watch this swing batter. Watch this one. Batter up, mate. Oh, jeez. That was, what was that blinked out? Why did they blink? They blinked out the... It was the referee doing the bird to him. What? Dusty doing the bird to... What? You just did it there, though. What? To the crowd. Drops the elbow. One, two, three. And what I love tonight is that you hear how loud the mic is underneath the ring to capture that really loud old-school ring slam you hear. Wowzers. You know, have you got a 2K or...? No, no. Yeah. I'm going to... Well, I had some uh, unfortunate sad news too. I believe my PS4 has now cocked it. I think it is, needs to be taken out the back and shot. Um, I was actually going to ask you about that because that, I've noticed the last few nights I haven't seen you online from when I've been gaming. I noticed Jules has been on there and Nathan's been on there because he's got 2K. Yep. And I'm like, where's Alan gone? And I'm like, I remember he did say to me a few months ago, there has been speed and I'd be hearing the fan overcook, but so it's the end, eh? I believe it is. I found it to um, every game I used to start playing right in the middle of gameplay. This um, this game is corrupted. Shit. Please, please delete and reinstall. Yeah. And, yeah, it was just, it's become a real pain. And then the other night, um, it came up, um, my hard drive, I have a very special hard drive I have for the PlayStation, and it said that um, this hard drive has now become corrupted. I'm like, no, it ain't. Mm. So I unplugged it, plugged it into my actual laptop and had a look-see about it. Everything's fine. It's just everything I have on there just needs to be removed. Mm. So I removed all the, every game that was actually on my system. And so, yeah, Kind of sad, but I believe that it's, um, yeah, it's gone. Well, I was going to say, <clears throat> I actually got my PlayStation 4 repaired the other day. Nice. EB Games at Chernside Park does it. How much? Uh, so it depends what you're getting fixed. I think yours is a fan issue, though. I think you've probably got a lot of dust and stuff in there that's just gone into the actual console. Mm-hmm. I reckon maybe $100 or something like that, probably less than 100 I'm still... I'll send you the link after it. Yes. I went to EB Games, Chernside Park, brought my because our HDMI cord broke the actual yes. unit. That's why I couldn't play, and I think it cost me about 150, and I got it back in about 10 days. So now okay. I've got that working again now. So I reckon ask go to EB. I'll send you the link after this with the details cool. for it. And you can just you know just think if you want to do it. I didn't even know they did that till the other day. Same. So I had no idea. Well, I might just see how I go. I've still got heaps of money away purely for the five, mm. but trying to find that is, is impossible. And that's from yeah. the games, the, the sort of certain game places. Um, yeah. Mm. I think there's a huge waiting list on still Xboxes and Playstations. Yes. So we just found out that the Sandman is, his runner is won by default because Sandman has left the arena with his wife. Yeah, I think the two matches were Sandman versus Rhino and Nunzio uh, versus Super Crazy. Yes, are the two semi-finals tonight for the TV Championship. And then we got Louis Dangerously in there. 
with yeah, this uh, is what the new Andrus Alliance. Yes, we got um, C. W. Anderson, who looks like Arn Anderson. Yeah, and that's Bill. I think it's Bill Wiles. I think he's with the yeah, tag team part. Yeah. And I was trying to think the other day when I'm watching this, and I'm like, who played Louis Dangerously? And I'm like, he looks so familiar. <clears throat> Went back and had a look. It's actually Sign Guy Dudley. Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. He does a Paul Heyman uh, impersonation so well. Yeah, he does. Because this, he does look like the, uh, you know, Paul Heyman. It's like a combination of what the WCW version and then the ECW version as well. I still love that he's walking around with a brick phone. He's still walking around with that phone. Name, it happens to be... Oh, listen to the crowd. Oh, Vivi Sailor. <laughs> this is not this Love soccer. One. It happens to be. Love it. That is so loud. You hear it? <laughs> this, that's what Paul would do back in the day. Um, when he had Arn Anderson with him. Mm. What do you have? Arn Anderson, what, Rick Rude, Medusa, what, Steve Austin? Mm-hmm. Mm. We've covered a little bit of Dangerous Alliance, I think, when we did some WCW last year in what, the 92, cool. 93 timelines. So. CW was good. I remember watching a few of his matches towards the end with Tommy Dreamer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a good talent. You can very much tell he's influenced by the Anderson family. Ollie, Arn, the Horseman style. You could tell that he, he, you know, you look at him and he looks a little bit like if Arn, sorry, if, um, Tully. No, no, sorry, not Tully. Um, oh, what was his name? But Ollie. Ollie Anderson's. Ooh. Like if he had, like. And who have we got here? Yeah, it says here on Wikipedia, while wrestling for the California Championship Wrestling, Pat Connors, who was working the same show, was watching Wright's match and was so impressed with his skills and appearance. Connors also wrestled as Pat Anderson, a member of the Anderson family. So he was actually allowed to use the name. Yes. Right. Here, Anderson later met Ollie Anderson, but claimed he was disillusioned by the experience. Mm. Yeah, he's a so they say role. sometimes, sometimes it's not good to meet your heroes. So exactly, yeah. Mm. Up go Cam. So we've got Danny Durong and Roadkill, and this is Electra, who we actually uh, had in our TNA show when we did the very first pay per view of our NWA TNA. Yes. And, yeah, Danny Doring got attacked by someone in the crowd. Did he? <laughs> yes, it was a, they believe it was a cougar that jumped all over him. Ah. And Electric did not like that. She told him off. Well, funny thing, if I, at this, at that age, would have loved to have been a wrestler, I would have imagined myself being Danny Doring. Like, I would have yeah. done that look. You know, the no sleeve jacket, 
that yes. type of pants, that would have been my attire. Chicken. What, the crazy chicken plucker? Yep, the Amish. Do you know he was actually billed to come into WWE a number of times, Roadkill? As Roadkill? No, they were, they was talks of him, I, I take a feud, I heard. It's the Chicken yeah. Man versus the no. Undertaker. <laughs> like, they were going to have him. Chicken. <laughs> no, there was talks of him coming shit. in, but actually having, like, a he would attack the Undertaker, and they were very high on doing something with him and the Undertaker. <laughs> Standing over the Undertaker. Chicken! Starts cranking. Holy crap. I've got a picture of him here. Look at this. He actually was in WWE. This is him in 2007. Look at that elf. Looks like Trevor Murdoch. He does. What? I don't actually remember ever seeing him in WWE. I heard a rumor he was going to go, but I'd never actually thought he was actually there. So it says he, he was actually employed for three years in WWE. Both Danny DeRong and Roadkill were defeated by Eminem in 2005 in a match taped for WWF's Velocity TV show. Oh, you know you made it when you're on Velocity. In OVW, they were managed by Michelle McCool as their valet. Right. Right. Okay. Oh. He also joined the rebranding of the WWE ECW, leaving to Cebu in an Extreme Rules matchup in June and then defeated Tony Marmaluke in July, and then went back to OVW. Wow. Okay. Mm, I have no idea that he was even there, though. Yeah, same. Oh. Roadkill was used a character from an Amish from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, known as the Angry Irish Warrior, the Angry Irish Chicken Plucker, and yes. the Killmeister. Yes. He also used Soul Cullingan song Super Bonbon as his ECW entrance theme. Yeah, they didn't pay the rights for that. <laughs> you can tell now when it's like it's been cut out completely <sighs> with generic that... WWE music. Look at this. Jesus Christ, the big man. Mm. But why I like this team is it's a good combination of aerial and also power, but Roadkill can do both those things. He can be a big dude and be very agile. Yes. C.W. Anson just got squashed during... Oh! The bareback. Interesting. <laughs> oh, here we go. Well, there you go. Side note. So, Durong and Roadkill were the final ECW tag champs. Oh, Okay. Yeah, so they won them at, uh, or they defended them against Tony Marmaluke and Little Guido at Massacre on 34th Street in December. And then when the company went to bankruptcy, he went over to XPW. Okay. Hmm. And side note, talking about XPW, guys, I want to give a shout out to a really good podcast that I actually check out, the Front Face Lock podcast. They do some really good stuff because we've actually got their promos that we play throughout the show, and I think you've also already, already heard their promo tonight. Yes. They do lots of actual wrestler interviews, and they had Rob Black, who was the former owner of XPW on the show, and they've also got, I think they had the Mountie a couple of weeks ago on the show, and what's wow, good is that, like, it's an unrestricted interview. They drop the F-bombs, drop a couple of shits. Like, it's a real, I enjoy their show. Every week I check them out. 
But yeah, Vinny and Ryan do some really good stuff. But they had Rob Lat from XPW, and he spoke about some things that actually happened tonight and counter them. Some New Jack and Vic Grimes stuff. But okay. if you haven't checked him out, check out the Front Face Lock podcast. Really good podcast. Excellent. Oh, listen, that's Jesus. That's knife his chops. God damn. And that's the thing about, like, CW. His arms are quite small. It's almost like a friggin' blade. It's, like, smacking you on the chest. Like, small Big little dog. hand chopping you. Wowzers. Jeez. I'm just going to pull something up here, because I think I saw... Yep. where I saw Danny Duran. I think he also was... thinking he was actually in House of Hardcore. Yes, so, yeah. No, this was um. So it says here, Roadkill and Durong made their appearances in TNA and yeah. dark matches for WWE. Both Durong and Roadkill appeared in the WWE promoted ECW reunion show. Durong and Roadkill then faced Eminem, but they lost. They then reunited, defeating the FBI in the House of Hardcore's very first show. So that was Jamie's okay. promotion, or same yes. promotion he still does now. Okay. Who was the other guy? Billy Walls. I can't place who he is. Yeah, beautiful Bobby is is almost like uh, beautiful Bobby Eden and yeah. Arn Anderson, the tag team they had back in the day. Oh, G Spot Sweep. Yeah, Joey Styles with the interesting maneuver and call out some, names right. and some good innuendo that we got there. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, um, I mean, very much is exactly what um, Excalibur does on these, on uh, AEW each week because he knows the manoeuvres. He takes time to go to the wrestlers and actually ask, mm. yo, what's that move called? What's this move called? But even his knowledge of some of the New Japan and the Japanese-style matches, the, the, the rest holds, the submissions, he gives them the proper title. And Go on, Jay, you have a turn. Uh, nah, I'm um, fine. Where the hell are we, Tony? Yeah, he that's asked, how he. Yeah, that's how he kicked off Revolution. He, asking he Tony where he was. Yeah. Where are we? Uh, and then he says, "Oh yeah, we've got Excalibur here too." So for, I think I love Jim. Really nice guy. Uh, oh wow, nice super kick. Might be time for Jim to maybe have a lay down. Mm. And, uh, I remember I said it to you a while ago. Sometimes I like a two-man booth. And I think sometimes JR just gets a little bit lost about where he is. Um, I think he also gets frustrated with what's going yeah. on, like almost too much. And it's like, just go along with it. No. Why the hell are they going to the top rope for? God damn it. Why? What did he say when, um, oh, what's her name? The TBS champion came out. Um, he goes, she looks like some type of superhero. And then you tell her, goes, you mean someone from Mortal Kombat? Combat? Because she's fully no. dressed out as Jade. Yeah, and it's like, it's oh, Jade. my Lord. But superhero. <laughs> she looks like some type of superhero. Dad, yeah, do you play video games? God damn it. No, I don't. You get the, oh, what, two go. post massacre? Here we go. Sick lady must have got to him. <laughs> well, great leg drop. Oh, beautiful. Chicken. Oh shit! Look what? out! Oh wait a minute! Wait a minute! Electra. Electra. See, Sinclair did get to her. L. 
Oh my god. Oh. Jeez, that was brutal, that one. That's it. That was a fast count. Yeah, I was going to say, um, that was a fast, yep. So oh, Electra's yep. turned her back on Roadkill and Danny, and she's flipping them off too. Oh, well. Well, they've got their, um, they've got their lady of the group now. Hmm. Very similar to, um, Wowzers. Saying here that she's also been in The Sopranos. <clears throat> yes, she was. She was in, uh, <laughs> I know she was, because she was in a scene where she's got no clothes on. She ah. works at the strip club. It she's says here, yeah, she's also known for appearance in Soprano as Butter Bing Girl. Butter Bing Girl. Yeah, I know who exactly. Says here she actually used to be married to Big Dick Dudley. Yes. Look at the these impact, two. The impact players. Oh, I just, they're so different as a team, but I like them as a unit. They work really well, but they're just different personalities. That's why they work so well together. Yeah. Yeah. Once you got something to say, just incredible. Credible always couldn't keep his head still in a promo. Never the could. head would always be moving. The hand is like Lex Luger. I'm talking to you. Speaking <laughs> no, to you. look at my hand. I'm going to make an L. <laughs> Now, Credible's almost more like, I have something to say. But the head just Jason, never stayed straight. Jason's just sitting there like, got my ass washed jeans, I'm quite goddamn happy where I'm at. I like it how it's a, college, it's a collared shirt, though, tucked into jeans with no belt. Oh, we got the... Uh, is that Kid Cash? Yeah, so this is actually meant to be a Simon Diamond versus Kid Cash match, but this doesn't yes. actually go through. Oh, here we go, and this is why. Judge Jeff Jones. Oh, he's got someone to come and say, oh. And so listen to the crowd when he comes out, how over-awesome was. Like, they literally just go nuts when they see him, and he's a heel at this time period as well. I hate this song. Because this is not his theme song. No, it's not. Oh, Sam, what's that name? Look at that. One belt on the shoulder, one belt around the waist. Good God, look at the... What did I hear? What Conrad Thompson said, Mike Awesome was one of his favourite wrestlers at this time period. Yes. Like he used to just love him, watching him come in and smash the shit out of what, Spike Dudley, Kid Cash. I think he also took out um, Spike Dudley's girlfriend as well. Oh, yeah, he killed her. Yeah. But when he gets on the mic, though, it's... Um... Have a twice! Oh, okay. Oh, dear, he was swearing on Happy View. Easy now. Mm-hmm. So we want to blink off someone doing the bird, but we'll just drop an F-bomb. You All right, I'm out. <laughs> All right, boys, let's leave. Who, who's the... Yeah, oh. I didn't actually... Oh. They, they did say the name of the two dudes was Simon Diamond, but I didn't note what they were. Oh, Look at that. Okay. Jesus, mate. He shouldn't have thrown his shirt in his face. You just pissed him off. 
Look at the size difference between them. Look at it. It's just Kid and, Rock just taking, taking on yeah. a big, massive dude. Yep. And he did some time in the WWE, didn't he? Um, Kid Cash, didn't he's he? A, he's a former Cruiserweight champion. Yes, yeah, on ECW. Oh, sorry, no, in, uh, on SmackDown. Yeah, I think he dropped the belt to Juventud Guerrero, but he also oh. was got, um, what is it, the new Pitbulls with um, Jamie Noble. That's right. Mm. That's right, Yes. Yeah, let's pull him up, eh, and see what when he uh, what he else he did there. Awesome as a he fantastic was TNA wrestler. as well. Yeah, well, both these guys went to TNA after ECW yes. closed. Well, he I was didn't know that Kid Cash actually fought at MMA. Oh wow! Okay. In November 2016, Kid Cash made his pro MMA debut at Valor Fights 38. He was knocked out in 38 seconds by Lindsay Jones. And that's been his own. That's his only fight he's ever actually had. Oh, oh! All right, let's pull it up, eh? So it says here, two months after ECW closed, Cash actually signed to WCW, where he was billed as simply Cash C A S H. His only match was on the final episode of Thunder, here we where go, he here lost we go. to Jason Cash on Jeff. The move. Jesus Christ, into the crowd on top of awesome. Into the crowd. Wowzers. Don't pass to a Cena. Look at that. Whenever That's I think it. of those top ropes, it makes you think of what Bam Bam Bigelow, Spike Dudley, audience catching yes. him and passing him back over. And... Oh, shit, look, look at this. Oh. Oh, shit, here he comes. Oh, just... just... You hurt my friend. <laughs> here we go. Holy shit. That's what? fantastic. How does he do that? He's nothing but nothing but shoulder. <laughs> just this massive shoulder coming towards you and breaking your face at the same time. Oh, he's going off the ropes. Oh, hang on. Look at this. He just hit a Huracan runner. I love the camera work, the shaky camera as well. Yeah, no, I counted you. You're going Far down. out. It makes you think, like, if you, if you could fantasy book both in their prime, Mike Awesome, Vader. Like, just put the two dudes back in that oh, time period. Yes. Vader and Mike Awesome just powerbombing everybody. Did you just see the powerbomb? Mm. He just, just that, he just manned up right there. Oh, yeah, Bam Bam Bigelow in, in their prime. Oh, no, no, no Vader, Vader, Vader and Awesome. Oh, mm. and is it just recently we heard that Vader's going into the Hall of Fame? Yeah, that's right. I think there's that's talks cool. of Sid Vicious as well. I think. Oh, that'd be cool. Hmm. I love how that table was already made outside. Yeah, I think the um, the ring announcer was sitting at that time. And now mm. you've, you've not you've lost your table now. But there literally is one camera guy. Like, there's the centre hard cam we got now, and there's just one camera guy that's doing all the circle work around the ring. Yeah, it, again, when you're trying to make money here and... Oh, 
But it goes back to what Paulie said, you know, highlight the ring action and, you know, you just don't show the negatives. All right, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, my God. He just lifted him up like he was... Watch this. One hand, he holds him up. Look, one what hand. Look, one hand. One more step up. Here he goes. Oh, oh Jesus, mate. He looked and after him there, feet. too. He lands on his feet. That's what I love. He looked after him. He, looked yeah. he just placed him down. There was no viciousness to it. Wowzers. I'm trying to think when he... Apologize I think... to, this is actually is his theme song. So, what I was saying to before, uh, this is not his theme. This is actually Mike Awesome's proper theme, which is weird because I mm. didn't know WWE must have the rights to this song. Yeah, well, sometimes they either buy it out or they play a version that's similar enough that it's not the same. Like, they can play it without it saying, oh, yeah, we took the yeah. lyrics out, so it's just the beat. There's a great sign in there that says, RVD for president, legalize it. Hmm. Look at that. Jeez, mate. He just lands on his, his feet arms. and just, just looks around. <laughs> You're going to die, boy. There's that guy in the crowd. <clears throat> great kid. Yeah, you are right. There. You are right. He did take good work of him. Did look after. That's fantastic. I love mm. seeing shit like that. We should do the Spike versus Awesome match. I think there's like nine tables used in that, like double tables. He builds four and then throws them off the top rope through them all, and it's crazy. He murders, he murders the, the kid. Because I think he won the title, I think, from Tanaka, because this was back when you only think, what, mm, I think it was like four months earlier, who was it? Um, Taz had just left. Yes. But Taz would eventually come back, though. Um, when this, that's when Awesome left for WCW with the belt. Yes, he and did. And he jumped Kevin Nash while wearing the ECW title. Hey! Then they yes. then they organized that show where he came back, and, yeah, Taz won the belt. Taz even defended the belt, I think, on Raw, and even took on Hunter for the world title. Yep. Before, I think, Tanaka won it back. Oh, my goodness. They've been up on on Jazz. Yeah, I forgot that Jazz was with um, Kid Cash. Uh, is um now what? Who's coming down here? Oh, it's Nova. Oh, Nova and Chris Chetty. Yeah, that's Taz's um cousin. Yes, it is. Chris Chetty, yeah. Look, it's so weird seeing Nova with hair because you think of Simon Diamond. I don't know how they got away with the Venom look from the comic mm. books. Oh, yeah. oh, wow. Um, it was a bit tucked in. Oh, wow. A little bit of work Jesus. there. Yeah, I was saying, it's so, so weird seeing him with long hair because you think of Simon Diamond in WWE. Yes. Oh, you sold that well. So have we got an improv tag team match? Uh, yes, I do. We have this goes for about seven minutes. This one, okay. For a minute, I thought, I thought these guys were ICP for some reason. <laughs> Minus the face, face. <laughs> yeah, no jugglers uh, happening here. I was going to so say Chris these guys. Shetty. Yes. There you go. 
no, no. You, I was about to say these two guys definitely look like they're from New Japan. Yeah, they. I think they're both there now still. Oh, fantastic! So Chris Chetty uh, debuted under the ring name GQ Gorgeous as yes. one half of the Exotic Experience with Pat Day, where they lost to the Dudley Boys back in 1996. He was mainly an enhancement talent for many wrestlers and picked up his first win against Roadkill. Wowzers. He then changed his name to Chris Vandalay and went against Mikey Whitbrack before changing his name to Chris Chetty when he took on the full-blooded Italians at Winter Blowout. So I think they tried oh. to recruit him to the team and he said no and they turned against him and that's how he became a face. Okay. Just trying to see what he did after the closure. Never got signed to WWE. Wrestled over an XPW. Look at this here. In November 2002, Chetty proclaimed himself the new ECW FTW World Heavyweight Champion, only to lose the title to Danny Durong. And now with... Um... Who's walking around with the FTW Championship now? Is that still... Ricky that Starks. Still going? Ricky Starks, thank you. It was Brian Cage. It's funny because I was looking at some AEW that we can do this year, and it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'll do 2020, and it's like, oh, that's when Brian Cage was there, and it's like, where is he now? Like, there's so many talent back then that aren't even there anymore or even he, being used, like signed, he, but aren't being used. He still He still signed, but I think that he's needs to go to um, go to a, a, like a seminar and think about what he's writing up on his Twitter because mm. he likes to get himself in the shit he does right. there's some stuff that he's been putting up and it's like okay you, you, yes um, Twitter is a nice little outlet to voice your opinion but if you're working for a multi-million company maybe think before you tweet so and it's probably why they take him off then take the heat off themselves but they're not showcasing him I'm, I'm waiting for Hook just to turn around one day and go don't not even say anything to Taz and just go up to Ricky Starks and go belt mm. and then never actually thought of that they might actually lead to that eventually because Ricky's actually a really good heel yes. but I heard he actually got injured possibly in that ladder match that took place Oh, yeah, the, for the Sonic uh, ring. Yeah, it was that powerbomb spot. I think he mm-hmm. suffered an injury at the end. Because yep. I heard Orange Cassidy got injured too in that match. I think a lot of people got hurt in that. They were mm-hmm. really, like, beating the shit out of each other during that yeah. match. Well, I but think they said great. it was when Keith Lee, it's when he threw him out of the ring. They reckon he landed on his shoulder. Oh, Keith Lee, sorry, I, I still hear, hear him as the Bobcat. Big cat, big bobcat, the bear cat. Was it bear cat? Was it bobcat? I, I, I bear can't cat. really remember. Bear cat Lee. Bear cat Lee. Mm. It's an homage. <laughs> it was an homage to a former African American wrestler. Bullshit. Mm. What about well, there Gunther? Was, there, there was a <laughs> Gunther. No, no, it's Utgunther. Utgunther. Here, boy. I am now known as Gunther. Hoot, hoot. Click. Turn off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm done with that today. Thank you very much. What have you done to my Walter? Oh. Oh, my God. 
Very nice. Very nice. Look at how much Nova was a fantastic wrestler. Yeah, it says here, Gato and... Uh, is it yeah. J- Gato? Is it yeah. Gato and... Gato. So it's, they're actually both the bookers for our New Japan, it says here. Mm-hmm. They're still going today. Hmm. Because I thought one of them was in WWE. Or it might be wrong, though. No, New Japan from 01 to now. She's 21 years. Oh, yeah, definitely. Once you made it big over there and you've gone through the dojo and you've gone through the, you know, the lion stand and being known as a as a wrestler over there, you're set for life if you still continue to respect wrestling and how mm. it's used as a sport over there. Well, you look at That's how often, day. like, when they do their Wrestle Kingdoms, like, how many fans they get there in the Tokyo Dome. They get, like, thousands, hundreds of thousands almost. i love to do that one day, is to actually travel to Japan and actually go to a live wrestling show mm. and just sit there in the crowd and just clap quietly. And if the camera's on me, and then just not, you know, just see myself and Cameron being stupid with a, with a bloody um, sign or something. Just respectively clap. They just walk up and go, get up. Yeah, I'll, no, 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 I'll no, get no, my no. beers. No, I'm not getting drunk there, man. I'm going there respectfully <laughs> watching wrestling. No. Come on, Al. Nova. Oh, Swanton Bomb. Swanton Bomb. Oh, wow. Double pin. Oh. Horn. <laughs> Fucking horn. Love the horn. Should be more horns in wrestling. Except don't do it when they're jumping over the um and they're about to jump off the top rope, don't do that. Because you'll you'll fuck them up. Yeah, I noticed the other day I was watching the Edge promo and all the fans just chanting what during it. And I'm like, see, this is why I can't enjoy it. I can't enjoy yeah. this. Look at this. Try the wave. What dual Wee. leg drops? Well, leg drop splash. Yeah. And I can't, I can't stand like when it's not Austin and you're chanting what for someone that has nothing to do with Stone Cold. It's enough for me to turn it off. Like I, I I watched it out of respect for Edge and what he did, but it takes, I can't listen properly. It's like, why are you chanting what for him? And he even looks at the crowd and it's like, you can tell he's like, well, I've got to do this and this shit's annoying. I'll just I'll keep doing it, but I'm like Edge has nothing to do with Stone Cold. What was like 20 years ago? Why are we talking about this now still? Because it's in. Did you go to a live WWE um, main event? I said, did you go to a live show? Yes. And was there a person doing a promo? Yes. Did you say what? Yes. You're allowed to, because you're one of the people of the universe of the WWE universe. How about suck a dick? <laughs> Come on, guys, join in. Let's all say what. Okay, ready now. What? They bo- I hope there there should be a thing that if you do that, that you're allowed to be. You, you give up your seats if you say what. Mm-hmm. You know, leave. That's the thing, though. Like when you're performing in front of a live audience, like when they had the Thunderdome, there was no one going over the top of you, and now back in a live crowd. And if people will do that, it's like, oh, I paid for this ticket. I can boo and cheer whoever I want. Yeah, but you but shouldn't interrupt we... the show, though. Like, you're yeah, not taking exactly. over the show. I'm a psycho bitch. So was it a good episode of Sopranos? 
She was in a few good ones. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Especially when she, uh, her and uh, Big Pussy uh, worked together. Language, Elf. It was her character's name. <laughs> the character's name is Big Pussy. Yeah, I know, but language, mate. What, Big? Just say cat or something. No, that's the character's name is Big Pussy. It's hmm. not meant to be meaning, you know, diamond upside down is a thing. No. It's not. It's not meant to be that way inclined. So just calm your farm. I'm not, you know, sorry if that might have hurt your feelings, your delicate ears. Wish I could do that. What's that? When she looked at the camera, she was able to get her chest to move by getting it to move by its Oh, yeah, the um, chesticle bumps, very much to um, what Roddy Piper said about um, Chris Masters. He could do that thing with his boobies. Have you seen him do it? Oh, God. Do the thing. This is a pretty good matchup. This is 7 minutes 47 seconds. This is the semi-final. He is crazy. He is super crazy. And he follows us on the broadcast. Cannot believe that. So Ooh. good. We shared a DM or two as well when he first followed us. Very nice. <laughs> One was, thanks for following us. His reply was, shut up. And I thought, okay, I won't. won't reply back. Hola. <laughs> was it really? No. No, no I, I, I'll try and pull it up, actually. What did we say to each other? Oh, my God. Look at well, Big, Big Sal. Sal. Big Sal. <laughs> Let me find out what we spoke about. It was like three years ago, I think. Could I have a quick uh, time cue, please? Yep, I am at 1 hour 8.33. Thank you. You having tech issues, Al? I did for a minute. It's all fixed up now, thank you. So I said, um, thank you for the follow, mate. Big fan. Thumbs up. Is that a good start? Or... Thank you, mate. God yeah. damn it. I would I would unfollow right there. <laughs> I'm I have to realise, too, that when I write to other podcasts and things, that they don't use the term mate like we do. No, they don't. And I had to realise that, like, in other countries, a mate is a sexual partner of a creature, of an animal. Yeah. And I'm using it as lingo to say, hello, mate. Hello, mate. Mate, yeah. mate. Want Where they mate? don't, they wouldn't, <laughs> they go, what? My name's not mate, my name's Scott. I'm oh, not okay. down to, am I, am I down to what? No, 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 I don't mean it like that. No, I don't like guys, man. I don't, I don't dig on dudes. His reply was, thank you, with the praying emoji. And I wrote to him, hey, man, looking forward to seeing you in Australia shortly for Melbourne City Wrestling. That is correct. And he gave me the love heart emoji back. So Beautiful. That was back in uh, February 2020. That's still cool, man. Still Mm. cool to be followed by uh, Super Crazy. Let's see what he's up to recently. Uh, Oh, my God. It's big sound, man. Just takes up. He's like a planet. He's actually released some new shirts on Pro Wrestling Tee. One is the ECW logo. It's super effing crazy. Nice. Is one shirt he's got. He's also done the Subway logo in super crazy. With nice. the quote is fly high at the bottom. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, I don't think he's actually wrestling anymore. No, he's wrestling. He's, he's here at, uh, it's called Heavy Metal Wrestling. He did a show there recently. Nice. Mm. Good to hear he's still going strong. Well, he was another guy what, that would come in with the Mexicals, Al. The Mexicals in WWE. <laughs> Their promos. The first promo they did. You know, we'll work against the Blacks. We'll work against the Chinese. And they started doing the eyes. Mm. They did the eyes. And they said, it's okay, we can do it. Because we're the Mexicals. We come out with... Uh, on. Uh, what was it? What would they come out on? Garden? Oh, the, no. Yeah, it was the motorized scooters. Motorized the scooters. Little, but the little they, mowers, they, yeah. They're mowers. Yeah. We do a shit job. And we... <laughs> yeah, they would wear overalls as well, like the fuller gardener gear. Yeah. yeah, they were making fun of people, Mexican people, that were um, doing, you know, looking for jobs. Yeah, it's one of the things that Pritchard says on his show whenever they would talk about Mexicals. Yeah, that wasn't a good idea, he says. That wasn't a good idea. No, it was... My God. But you think about it, too, like, all three were really good talents. Like, you know, Super Crazy in ECW, Psychosis yes. and Hoovertude in WCW yes. were all very good talents. You know, they never yeah. reached high-up heavyweight stuff, but they were very good cruiserweight talents. I mean... Yeah, they had some bar burners with, like, Mysterio and Guerrero and Chavo. Like, mm. Sorry, Eddie, Chavo, Mysterio, all those luchadors back in the day. They Ultimate did Dragon Eddie. and... Yeah, yeah. Ultimate Dragon. Um, and Blitz even some Free, of the ones who... Kidman. Yeah. Prince Ikea, mm. you know. Jesus. I also think this is under Mexican deathmatch rules, which is why they're allowed to use the weapon. Oh, okay. He's super. He's crazy. Oh. That was brutal. You see how the camera work even makes that he turns the camera around when the chair hits, like you're actually reacting to being hit. Jeez, that was up. That was a big one. Top rope. He's busted. Guido was busted. We got juice. And actually, they're counting in Spanish I love for the that. punches. Oh, God. He's a big dude. Look at him. He's a... He actually didn't come across in the actual storyline, did he? Because it was um when they had the one-night stand. I don't think he was there, was he? I don't think... I don't remember no. him. I don't, is he still no, alive? I don't think he actually did. I'm going to pull it up. Oh, he's got something in his jacket. Oh, is he... What is that? Oh, it's a belt. Yeah, no, he's still alive, still going today. Oh, good, good. You Google him, he's done a couple of interviews for the WZWA (sighs) network. He's done a lot of shoots recently and just some interviews, so... Good God. Come on, ref, get him out. A leather belt. Jesus. Yeah, just strapping him. Now get out of here. Go on. 
Yeah, because there were two versions of the FBI. There was the original one, which is the one that we've watched. That's the one yes. that had where was it? Um, Tracy Smothers. Yes, Tracy Smothers. I think I think he came back at the one night stand because that's didn't Big Show go face to face with him or something like that? Yeah, he kicked him in the dick. Yeah. Yeah. And then what? A few oh. what? A year later, they're mates. You know, when he joined them. That's right. Um. Now, Nunzio, he did some time in the WWE, didn't he? He won yeah. the Cruiserweight title a couple of times. Yeah, well, he debuted as, what, Jamie Noble's cousin in their storyline. That's how he what? came in. Really? Yeah. yeah. This is my cousin. His name is Nunzio. Yeah, I'll pull it up. I think it was like an episode of Velocity or something like that. Yeah, oh, he says he was introduced as uh, Nunzio... He was the on-screen heel cousin of Jamie Noble after he attacked Crash Holly um, in December of 2002. He then began a feud with Crash Holly after this, defeating him on several occasions before going on to face the likes of Tajiri, Chuck Palumbo, and Shannon Moore. The team and cousin storyline of Nunzio and Noble soon faded. Nunzio then reformed the FBI with Johnny the Bull and Chuck (gasps) Palumbo. Through that table! Jesus, that just blew up. Oh, whoa, whoa. Head scissors. Holy shit. He took that well. Yeah, he could have really, like... Oh, with a giant jacket like that, a giant leather jacket. <laughs> it's like a how sheep. The, yeah, how the <laughs> frick do you do that, man? Oh, face plan. One, two... Yeah, so you are right. He won the EC, oh no, the uh, Cruiserweight Championship, defeating Paul London. Yes. After, v- after Vito helped him. Oh, jeez. It's a heel move. Hmm. Is he going to go through the... T- yeah, on the table. <laughs> but the table's broken. <laughs> yep. Jesus. Oh, yes. One, two, three. That's it. No, it was a two. He got a shoulder up. Was it a two? Oh, no, usually, didn't he yeah. used to do the, the trio of Moonsaults, wasn't it? Was his old oh, no. finisher. No, brain. Yep. Uh, that's it now. <laughs> that's the ending we wanted. No, great matchup. That was fantastic. It looks like Big Sal was getting um, mouthing off some, some fellas in the crowd there. So he also went to TNA in 2010. Remember when we covered the uh, when Hogan was there and he had the ECW guys there, part of what is it like the uh, what do you call them? It was um, it was like EV2 or something like that. When Tommy mm-hmm. Dreamer brought them all back, he was also yep. back there in that time period. Yep. Yeah. So syncing up, guys. I am at 118 exactly. Beautiful. And I think we've only got a few matches left, actually. I think we've got the... the. Oh, here we go. We get to see the ad for the video game. Let's go. This is awesome. Hardcore Revolution. And this bombed, didn't it? Yeah. Worldwide, sadly. I mean, I think we picked it up at the video game store, and uh, at the video store. Um, I love that line. Look how real this looks, guys. 
and have a look at this L, you'll be like, what is, what, oh, what I is remember, this? I, I remember this game, and this was for a time back then. Mm. Yeah, I remember this. It really is the Attitude Engine. Because well, I think Midway, it... Midway Games did this, I think. Yeah, that's right, they did. It literally looks like Warzone and Attitude. It is. It does, it, yeah. uh, it's that same type of... Um, type of... And there we go. That's it. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Love you tonight, they're really cutting out all the entrances. Oh, did they? Or was this WWE sort of cutting off the mm. um, parts and... Well, that's probably why it's a shorter show, too, because they've trimmed off all the entrances, all the music. So we didn't have yep. the rights to it. Even for Balls of Song, we probably don't have the rights for that. So let's just exactly. cut all that stuff out. He passed away, too, didn't he, Balls, a number of years ago? He did, didn't he? Mm. But he had a nice program with Kelly Kelly back in the day. Yeah. And they had that the funniest time, I think it was an ECW show. WWE ECW and he uh, he was doing cards and all the the sort of vixens or WWE uh, sorry divas were mm. all part of it and then he says to Kelly Kelly oh why don't you have a drink she goes oh, I'm not old enough he goes what do you mean she goes I'm not I'm not 21 and that was legit because mm. at that time Kelly Kelly I think was like 19 years old mm. um and this is when she was doing that thing with Mike. Was it Mike Knox? And she, yeah. by, by the end of the matches, you know, she was like, yay, Mike Knox won, but you know what? I feel like taking off my clothes. Yeah, and she used a, to do the extreme expose thing where she would strip and down. She, and, yeah. yeah, and then she had a thing for CM Punk for a while too. Mm. Yeah. Did she come back earlier this year for the Rumble, I think, didn't she? She was there. She was there, yes. Mm. Still, want to have to say that's probably the best women's uh, Royal Rumble they've uh, they've done. Just blew blew the men's um, Rumble away. That thing was shit house, predictable. Mm. Thanks, Shane McMahon. Yeah, we'd like to say thanks to Shane O'Mac. So, when is Shane O'Mac coming to AEW? Will it, will it be in a couple of weeks? We'll see the Shane O'Mac. I hope not. Oh, it's happening. So looking at the video game Revolution, so it actually came out on 64, PlayStation, Game Boy Color, and Dreamcast. It was also the first wrestling game based on ECW and also the first wrestling video game to receive a mature rating, although the Game Boy Color version was rated everyone. They then did a sequel they called ECW Arcany Rules, which oh. came out in August of the same year. So they released two games within a couple of months of each other. Oh, uh, here we go. So, Balls won oh. the match, and here comes the Baldies. Yeah. Well, this is Angel and, and what, Vic Grimes. Yep. Sheesh. So, when the Baldies are around, some peop- uh, someone's going to come around and, and cause some shit. I know who it is. Shane McMahon. Get a take Dun. <laughs> the Undertaker. 
I was going to say Sid Vicious, but I think he had already debuted. He already went back to WCW by this time period. Oh. oh. Here there's he no comes. Need, there's no need to do that. There was no need to do that. I hate this theme song. Why is that? It makes me think of, guys, and you would have heard it at the start, how we play a song over the top of our intro, and Eh. we play it for a few minutes. It reminds me of this, how the song just plays over the whole match. Yeah, but the, the song that plays during this song is hard, the... What was it? I think it's Ice Cube and Drake. Oh, his theme song. His actual yeah, theme it song. Up. It's it's hardcore that song. Yeah, Natural Born Killers. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Jesus, just snap that crutch. He did snap on the crutch. Now, what's he hitting with here? A fork? Chopping the throat? Is it a Have fork or a what is it? No, I think he's just using his hand, but it just the manoeuvre. See the shaky camera work? Yeah. Like the camera turns to the body slam and... What, what is that, a book? Is it a Bible? It's... Yeah, um, it fell off. It fell off. Uh, no, not yet. <laughs> Swing batter. Yeah, that missed the book completely. Joey Styles said it was a laptop. <laughs> what? A laptop. He's got... Oh. Spend my days working hard on the go. Look at him. Doing a little jig. Swing better now. Yeah, a bit of powder in there. Jesus. Oh God. You can't, Grimes, get out of there, man. If I was described, I'd just go up the back now. Because mm. this is when... Oh, he's got the pizza cutter. He does too. Look at that. Yeah, but this is the early days of, you know... I think he has to, get, I think he has to yeah. get him a few times here. He doesn't actually cut him yet, and then he has to really try hard. There's, there's no need to make it real. Mm. Nick, Nick Gage makes it real. He, he cuts your face up. What do you do to Moxley that time in the old oh, CZW across his oh, mouth? It's He did the same thing to Jericho as well, too. Yeah, yeah I watched it the other day because that was in uh, July of last year. They did that for Fight for the Fallen 2021. This, this song. What is this song? Yeah, I actually watched the New Jack episode again the other day as well, and I'm like, Hello. he was just a wild man. Like the fact oh that he beats, he beats up that old dude with the Ooh. baseball bat, barbed wire, and I think that get, I was going to say, let's let's get you home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, home Alone, yeah, guys, if you don't yeah, know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What did I read about that scene? Supposedly, oh. Joe Pesci actually really bit Macaulay Culkin's finger. Really? Yeah, Macaulay Culkin says he has a scar on his finger from that scene. He really did wow. get bit. Like, really? He really Joe. bit him? Yeah. 
Yeah, no, that New Jack episode, he's just, he was wild, man. Like, when he bashed up the old dude with the bat with barbed wire and he stabbed that dude with a knife, I'm like, what is going on? He's, and he wanted to be an actor too. I still love him in our uh, mm. uh, Beyond the Mat episode. Now, I don't see him as the main actor, but I see he could be like um, Jeff Rowe's friend or his partner in crime. And they, they can work together. Thank you. It says, in addition, he appeared in the TV series Early Edition in May 2000 as a biker in the episode Mel Schwartz Bounty Hunter. Yeah. Mm. And he was also in the Backyard Wrestling 2 There Goes the Neighborhood video game, which I think really? I had on PS2, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you had a... Did you have a chip copy of that? I think I did. Yeah, it had the yeah. also the insane clown posse were also in it as well. That's it. That's it. Mm. Songs Fucking by Mud. How did they work? Songs by Mudvayne, Saliva, Fallout Boy, and Huberstank. Yes, yes. Found Angry. my reason to live. Angry teenage music right there oh, is our use. Oh, that's me lying in my bed, lights off, just rocking out to my music with my CD player on, headphones on. Yeah, this is still going. Shit, throwing, throwing popcorn there. Yeah, is there a popcorn machine there? I never thought about throwing my food. Like, if I spent money on it, I'm, why would I throw it? Yeah, it gets you into shit, too. It's like people, when they see, like, when they back in the day, they used to throw beer at the wrestlers. Mm. No need for that. Would that be on the map? I'm calling you out, motherfucker. You and me outside. Let's go now. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Ten bucks says you don't show, and the dude's like, <laughs> "No thanks." What, 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 did I, what did I do? What did I? I do? just accidentally spat on you. Oh, when the guy actually spits on um, the Godwins. Mm. And he goes, "I met him a couple of weeks ago. He signed something for me. I don't understand." It's like, dude, why the fuck are you spitting at a wrestler? Yeah. What always makes me cringe is when um, CM Punk punched that fan, he shoved him, but he punched the guy behind the one that shoved him. Yeah. <laughs> and you see the guy go, it wasn't me. And Punk just gets two big punches and you're like, holy shit, mate. So we've got a double stack of tables with New Jack inside them. And Vic is about to go up, I think. There's a scaffold to the right side of the camera. He's climbing. And the music's just still playing. Wow, 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 wow. It's still going. We're about mm. to get funky, like a monkey. I feel like we're just listening to like some old school hip hop bips. Mm. It's like Cypress uh, Hill almost. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! Here we go. See, that's one. Of, that's where all the chairs are kept on. They just slot into the top and bottom part. Look at this dude with the white shirt with the beer in his hand bopping his head. He's not <laughs> bopping to this song. He's bopping to the original. Oh, man. So this and guys, is where if, some if, shit... Yeah, go ahead. Go oh, ahead, yep. Yeah, you were about to say this is where the shit happened, but we also covered the repercussions of New Jack when we did the XPW freefall uh, from our Oh My God... We nearly saw a live murder on that show. Mm. If that he proved... was to fall, 
just a little bit to the right, he would have mm. gone onto the guardrail. So he's going oh. for a power bomb and decides not to do it. New Jack with a low blow counter. This is in... they're chatting there. I'm scared, yeah. Jack. I'm scared, dude. This is like, and this is, I mean, this is what he talked about. It's like, I'm scared. Mm. You're going over, motherfucker. You're going. Spanish fly. <laughs> Spanish fly. <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go. No. Oh, he fell on shit. his head. Oh, fuck. And this is when New Jack said that he actually lost sight mm. in one of his eyes because of this, because he's, he fell on him. He's legit whole body, lower of his body. So what, so you reckon New Jack was just doing a hip toss? Like he's trying to do some type of hip toss. They both would have hit the table, but they've overshot it and they've literally missed the table. Yeah, they, they, they I don't even know what the fuck they were doing here. Well, it's like, was it meant to be a match? Because I know they just stop it all now and they go backstage. Like, was this meant to have been an actual matchup between them? Like, was it meant to go into the ring or is he meant to pin him after the hip toss spot? But look at that. Here we go again. Boom. Replay. He literally crushes him. Yeah. His whole ass and back. Like, their feet broke the table and just nothing but weight just straight down on New Jack's head. Nothing the interview with New Jack about this when he was on Dark Side of the Ring about this incident mm. here, the um, he had brain fluid coming mm. out of his ear. That's you know, crazy. And then as we touched on, guys, in the past, that free fall from what XPW, the scaffold match, which we did for All oh My God, I think, number of years ago... Like, just to see Dark Side of the Ring and have people talk about, as Alan said, how close he Vic came to actually dying. Like, he missed, I think, there was 12 tables. I think he hit two of them, and the rest was all top rope. Here we go again. Splat. Oh. Yeah, you see, so Jack breaks the table with his feet and then just catch me, Lord. Nothing but Grimes. But I don't really know. You look at it again. We're going to watch it from the top right up here from this other angle. What was it meant to be? Is he trying to do like an X factor through the table or something? I thought he, he it's either a hip toss, but it looks like yeah. he was about to do an X factor. Like he was trying to drive him. Drive him. Forward. That's crazy. Just, and again, it would fuck up um, New Jack with mm. his body for the rest of his life. Well, I sent you that screenshot. It says here, during Living Dangerously 2000, a breakdown in communication between New Jack and Grimes led to both men tumbling off 20 feet. New Jack suffered brain damage and was permanently blinded in his right eye, which kept him out of the ring for several months. That's crazy. Yeah, it's just... So this is our co-main event. Now, this is the three-way dance. And as three-way dancers work, guys, this is actually not a triple threat match. Mm-hmm. It's actually elimination, which is how they do it here. So yes. the champions can get pinned and actually lose their belts, and then we'll be guaranteed new champs if the champs go out first. Correct. Look at Cyrus. The song is still <laughs> playing. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, Cyrus is happy with all the shit that's gone down tonight. Because mm. everything's working for the good guys. I'm sorry, for the bad guys. Well, for his eyes, they're the good guys. Yeah. It, everything's good for the network. So what is it? Impact players versus what? Raven and... So when did... I'm going to actually see. When did Raven and Orson win the belts? Because that's a pretty different tag team. When you think of them. Yeah, I think they were just discussing about it then, yeah, but Dreamer and Tanaka working together, which is awesome. Hmm. Let's have a look when it was. So it says here that the tag team belts went from Tommy Dreamer and Raven to the Impact players. Impact players to Tommy Dreamer and Tanaka, and then Awesome and Raven got them. So they won the belts okay. on February 26th, which was literally a week earlier. They won them on a hardcore TV taping. Okay. So it really was jumping from all three teams. They all had had it at least once in this rivalry. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, they cut yeah, it out just... again. Cut out the entrance. Yeah. Um... Jason decided to change his shirt or just take his other shirt off and he's a his, jacked uh, up dude. He's a jacked up dude. Yeah, he took off his collared top. Yes, right. Dawn Marie. Mm. Yes. Um married um Al Wilson. Alan Wilson, Tory Wilson's yeah. father. Yeah. And uh, he um had a heart attack on mm. their honeymoon night. And um and died. Yeah, I didn't like that. But, you know, I don't think anyone really did. <laughs> you, I'm, I'm wrestling here tonight because my dad had died. But Dor Marie, oh my god, Lance Storm. Look at that, mate. Whoa. It almost been what a, a few months later these guys would be teaming up in WCW. Yeah, right. With uh, what the uh, Team Canada. Yep. Hmm. Because he was seventies guy for a couple of months, and then they did yeah Team Canada. The fat chick villa. Hmm. This is the ladies. I'm coming out with them. Because he also, they both wrestled on the final Nitro, I think, too. Yes, they did. Yeah, against, um, was it O'Hare and Palumbo, I think? Yes. Hmm. Totanaka. Tanaka was a good talent. We've actually, remember we watched their matchup between Awesome and Tanaka at One Night Stand? They like always beat yeah, they always reach Through a table, to... and then powerbomb on the already broken table, and then another move on the broken table. Tanaka very much reminds me of Pitbull in um, New Japan. There's mm. a heavy set wrestler. He's just nothing but like muscle, bald-headed fella. And those two guys just very much reminds me of him. Oh, missed the boot. Great clothesline. Fantastic. Yeah. If you haven't seen on social media, Credible's been stirring a bit of stuff recently. Has he? Yeah. 
What he's, about AEW? No, he's he's had a lot of health problems and stuff like that. He made a, he released a book last year. Okay. And all this stuff came out that he actually like people paid him, and then like, oh yeah, I'll get your book to you by the end of the month. End of the month comes, there's no book. Oh. And then like, okay. oh sorry, uh, the supplier doesn't have a supply at the moment. Um, I'll make sure you get it. He was also, for some people, was doing a signed mask from his old character he did, Elder Montoya. Elder Montoya, and yeah. So people paid extra for the mask and they never, never actually got them. So from the Front Face Lock podcast, Vinny, who's the co-host of that show, mm. you know, ordered a book back in like September of last year and still hasn't got it yet. Um, but yeah, what ended up happening is he tweeted it out and then suddenly like hundreds of people were retweeting Vinny's tweet saying, hey, dude, you too. That also happened to me. Like, Credible had so much money that he took from people and never actually gave the book out. Oh, man. So then Vinny himself went to the actual supplier and said, dude, we've got a warehouse full of them. Like, we can give it to you in two days if you want. So then what he's like, Vinny's like, I'll take it, but I want Credible to explain to me, though, and other people like yes. he's avoiding, he's blocking people. He's, you know, not, he's looking at DMs and not responding. And then, yeah, supposedly Vince, he had a chat. Vince had a chat with him on the phone and Credible broke down and said, look, I've had a lot of stuff going on with my partner and family. Um, if you want to come and get the books, if you want to give them out to people, because I, I can't pay for shipping. And then supposedly there was never actually masks to be sold. Oh, he, he just took the funds. So, hmm. Yeah, it's not good. Man, okay. I mean, yeah, it's... I, I'm trying not to make excuse for him, but, you, for, you know, trying to swell people out of money and shit like that, but if you've got personal stuff, mm. I mean, you don't really want to project it to the world as understandable, but still... But he supposedly oh, broke down on the phone and said to him, oh, you know, dudes, I'm, my life is so bad, I was about to go down to Maccas and put in a job application. Because like, oh. I, I don't have any, I'm not, I'm not getting booked. I'm not doing anything. I'll just, you know, go work at Macca's and get some money. Mm. Okay. Yeah, not good. Not good. Roaring elbow. But, but you know, we did have X Factor, so yeah. Mm. Yes, uh, we can all remember that how X Factor. The oh, tag wow. chance have right. been eliminated. That's right. So we're guaranteed new tag team champs. Oh, Jesus. Oh. That, like, wrapped around his head. It did. It did. <laughs> like a spaghetti. You just wrap around. Oh, Dreamer's got... Dreamer's got juice. He is busted up. I don't think... What's his name? Yeah, um, Mike Awesome's like, what the fuck's going on? Jesus. So you actually think nearly everyone except Tanaka was WWE bound within the next few, the next year. They were all there. C- correct. That's like right. Like Raven yes. was there. Raven was there in what? I think, he, when did he debut? He was Unforgiven 2000 helping Taz against Sherry the King. Yes. Credible would come across for the invasion. Storm would yes. come across for the invasion. Dreamer was the invasion. What awesome was WCW, then WWE. So everyone but Tanaka. Eventually wrestled there. Yeah, but it's probably a good thing because I, can't, I mean, 
there has been, there are some amazing um, Asian wrestlers out there, mm. but do WWE do the whole classic, you know, you are a ninja now, or do what they did with Kain Tai when Indeed and yeah, they stereotype them. Yeah, like Dreamer, so not Dreamer, sorry, uh, Jerry Lawyer. Can I see that uh, Chinese guy getting fall on his face during mm. the Royal Rumble? You know. Horn. Incredible <laughs> flips him off. Fuck you. <laughs> Wham! Yeah, sit out Powerball. Very nice. That the Singapore cane that Dawn Marie has out outside the ring is like split into three places. And we can blame Tanaka's hard head for that one. Yeah, when you when it hit him, you see it's almost like it wrapped around. It just bent around his head. Oh, German DDT wasn't the best DDT, but yeah. What do you like better, the team of Storm and Credible, Storm and Awesome, or Storm and Regal? I love William Regal. I think he's an amazing wrestler, but mm. I like the back here. Impact players are fantastic. They just yeah. did such a good job working together. And and Lance Storm, anything he does is, you know, people's like, oh, he's a boring wrestler. Shut up. That's re- mm. he's wrestling for you guys, and I he's a great follow. Double stunner there. Yeah, he, could, he like he makes fun of both the products, like the main American products with AEW and T. Oh, he actually works for TNA now too. I found out too. He's an he's oh, an agent fantastic. there. Yeah. Cool. Recently got signed there and has done a couple of pay-per-views so far. Oh, here we go. Oh, my God. What's he doing? A cutter? Cutter? Jesus. That one was hurt. <laughs> Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we see... Um, <laughs> we, we, if we start to see bloody Randy Orton and um, RKO, Bro, Broski, Matt Riddle... Mm. You know, birds flying at his ass. Uh, start doing that manoeuvre. <laughs> oh! Oh, my Lord. Reverse DDT follow-up. That's a fast count. What's the ref doing? Yeah, no, Mike Vinegan. I don't know if he's a network... Um... Oh, crucifix? No, I didn't do the crucifix. Um, it didn't look to lick it. Is he going to do it? Oh, hang on. Total shot. Oh. Top rope, top rope, top rope. Here we go. Spiking him down. So classic 90s wrestling, eh? 80s. Bang. Get in there, ref. New tag team champions. Fantastic. And this is cool now because this is when it's like you start to see the network grow because now you have Cyrus come down and actually enlist them now, with his team. I, sorry to interrupt. I want you to listen to Dawn Marie. She says something to somebody in the ring that happens to her. Oh, okay. I've got the subtitles what? on my end, so... I don't think you'll hear the subtitles, but you need to listen to what she has to say. As soon as Cyrus comes down to celebrate. Right. Because this is something I remember from the DVD. Mm. 
Al Wilson, I will see you soon. <laughs> when was that? Like 2006? Five, six? Yeah, maybe five, four, six. Something. Yeah. yeah. I can't keep up with you, Dawn. I, I, I'm so tired. I'm crazy to think that these two would have actually eventually feud for the ECW title. Yes. Mm, incredible won the belt in a couple of months, I think. Yes. Yeah. I think they even pay-per-viewed main evented for the belt. Yeah. So what, does she grab the mic here or? No, she doesn't grab the mic. She just, I think it's here. Hmm. Because I think when I watched it the other day, I don't think she does anything that I thought was alarming. No, I think there's something that she says about Cyrus. I don't know if it's this promo, but I remember one time if... What was it? Just tell me what it was. He grabbed my butt. Oh. Yeah. Thought it was a lot more R than that, Al. Huh? I thought it was a lot worse than what you were making it sound like. Yeah, see what he was doing there? See, there she says that he touched my butt, even though he didn't really touch the butt. So he was being extremely creepy towards her. Hmm. Not that what you were hoping for, it was like... Yeah, I thought he was... Then he put his hand down her skirt. I'm like, what? No. Yeah, I'm like, where you take it? It wasn't that bad. Of course it wasn't. For a person like you, it's perfectly normal, right? <laughs> when I hug a woman, I want a long embrace. I would like to feel the nipples. <laughs> That's how I agree, people, is it? Everyone. I love your hugs. Get out, mate. How you going? Twink, twink. Twink, twink, twink. I want to feel your hard erection poking at me. <laughs> <laughs> he may give me a hug. Hey, you got a hard dick? I want to feel it. Give me that <laughs> hug, boy. Give me that hug. Oh, shit. I love your hair. You smell pretty. Uh, you smell real pretty. If you guys want to know what I look like, too, Cyrus on the screen is my hair right now. If I took my hair out, I, I look like that. If I wore a suit, you'd call me Cyrus. Thomas the Wanker. Cyrus the virus, Thomas the wanker. <laughs> Can I have what, a time cue, please? What's going on with you tonight, Al? I don't know, mate. What, we're spinning tonight? Yeah, we got some, we got the, uh, so, can I have a time cue, please? Mm, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm at, uh, 149.15. You got Rhino just coming down to the ring. Main event. Alright, thank you. Yeah, what's happening? Look at this internet. Oh, I don't fucking know, bro. Just I don't know. What do you want me to say? Uh, nothing. Because <laughs> I've noticed a, a few times time. I've said some, I've said something. You look at me and you don't say nothing, and you look back to the side, and I'm like, because I'm did like, you, did you hear me? Fuck. I'm trying not to. Know, I'm trying not to sell it. Oh, well, you should shut the fuck up and move on, and maybe just move on. What we're saying, and I'm just I'll deal with it. But you're just like, you're there saying, hey Al, you're there. What are you doing, bro? Are you fine? I'll, I'll interrupt the show. Don't mind me. You're there saying, oh shit, nothing's actually happening. Oh man, massive move there. You just spit. Al. <laughs> you're there. <laughs> oh shit. Good times. Yeah. Steve Carino looks fucked up. 
Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> the head, the face is just dripping still with blood. Oh shit! Here we go, Paulie. Oh, I am so god motherfucking. Interesting thing, Paulie's always actually got his hair out. We're so used to seeing him with the ponytail. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Tribal chief Brock Lesnar. What brings him out? Come on, Brock. I love that sign that they it says it has vote Bush, but it's being crossed out the the, the vote has been crossed out and it says eat. <laughs> eat Bush. <laughs> oh, Jesus, go poorly. Now suck my dick. Uh, excuse me. Oh, look out. Oh. He's back. He's back. With all due respect, this bitch is mine. <laughs> I love what he says here. Yeah. Uh, Joel Grenner drops an F-bomb coming up too, which is fantastic. Oh, there he goes. There goes uh, Paul. I'm just going to pull up the card for Hardcore Heaven because I think that's when they actually faced off. Mm-hmm. Let's pull it up. Uh, no, so it wasn't that. So it must have been... Let's have a look. Because I know they faced off that year, I think. Network. Down. Right. Fucking. Now. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not popping up. Might have been Arcany Rules. Let's have a look. Anarchy Rules. Not Arcany Rules. Here we rules. go. Get up. That's My how I say it. My favorite video game, Arcany Rules with Arkham Asylum. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Yeah, well, speak English, all right? So they faced off one-on-one at, in October. So this is March, and this feud continued all Over the way the referee. Oh. How long do you think their match went for? Uh, probably a minute 30. 47 minutes. Oh. Fuck off. <laughs> it was a ring classic. It was like a, 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 a Ric Flair back in the 70s. It was like was, Ric Flair against... Flair and Steamboat, Nakata Omega, yeah. Ricochet Offspray. We got Gunther and Cyrus. <laughs> no, it was uh, two minutes and 34 seconds. Still too long. <laughs> and that's not including the entrances. Yep. We want him to win. We want Super Crazy to win for ECW. I want Rhino to win. Come on, Rhino. What you do, because you're, you're going for the heels. Yeah, always. And that's why you suck every time we do like a... Uh, a broadcast uh, prediction that we think who will win at the Royal Rumble or WrestleMania and all that shit. I don't choose all the heels. You do. No, I fucking do You fucking do. And you know you do. And you look at me afterwards and go, I can't believe I lost. (laughs) What did I lose? I actually don't think I've ever actually won one prediction. You haven't. Mm. You haven't. And I'm, it makes me look at him and going, am I getting the special card here? I'm just, just like, well, you know, Al's really struggling in life. I, I'll give him the L. I'll give him the W. 
Here, Al, have a free W. Thanks, Al. Because you did, no, that's what I think you do. I think you're tanking. No, I, I'm seriously making my predictions, and I don't choose heels all the time. You fucking do, and you know you do, and you suck at it. I think we might get a new champion. No. Not on pay-per-view. Oh, we're going to get Goldberg and Brock. Yeah, come on. Let's do it again. One more time. One. <laughs> yeah, we we get WrestleMania 40. We'll get that in Saudi Arabia. There'll be a WrestleMania Saudi Arabia show. What did I hear? There was a tentative rumour a couple of weeks ago that when they were first talking about Stone Cold coming out of retirement, there was talks of Stone Cold versus Goldberg. No. Yeah, maybe 23 years earlier, I would have liked to have seen it. Not now. Jesus Christ. Just to the table. Yes, it was. Okay. (laughs) Back to the match. Far out. Here's a question for you, How long was Van Damme champion for? Van Damme? What did he yeah, well, champion for quite a while? Like, nearly like 200 days or something? He was a champion for 700. Yes, that's it. Thank you. Yeah, mm. higher than that. So it says he, he actually won the championship from Bam Bam Bigelow on mm-hmm. April 4th, 1998 on ECW Hardcore TV. He then vacated the title on March 4th, which was seven Fuck. days. Yep. Seven that days before this event. Um, and the title went to go and change hands about six more times before it actually was deactivated. But it came back actually earlier this year. Do you remember that? No. When? So, you know, you know, GCW, the yes. hardcore promotion, Nick Gage yes. and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, Cardona took on Rhino for the belt. That's right, he did. He did. Yeah. Yes, I forgot about that. And then he threw it in the bin. The same yes. Shirt. Or I say trash can. Threw it in the trash can. You can say trash can. No, I say bin. You say bin lid. <laughs> like a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's a, oh, oh yeah. God. Rhino is so thick. He is, too. Look at him. Oh, look out. Jesus! Leapfrogs the gore. Where's he going? Coast to coast? He's going to jump from there. What's he... He's going to get some spring. Uh, no, no, he's waiting for him to get up. Drop kick. Crossbody. Nice. Crossbody splash. Jack Victory <laughs> losing it out there. Yeah, Steve. Carino's yelling at the referee like, what? I wasn't doing anything. Oh, Jesus. Just kick the table away there, ref. Yeah, move it out of the way, just in case. But you look at Rhino, like, his entire body is thick. Like, it's not just the thighs. He's, he's actual, like, his whole torso, his arms. Torso. It's <laughs> just massive. What was it? I heard... It was, a. I think, when Regal was commissioner, he said that Rhino looks like an orange with a toothpick on. His head looks like the size of a toothpick yeah. on, on, on an orange, you know. It's just ridiculous. What? Oh, shit. Referee spot. He did the triple moonsault, and on the third one, Rhino pulled the referee on top of him. Oh, Tajiri! There's the oh, mist. Oh, green mist! Yoshihiro Tajiri. Oh! 
Jesus. Look at the cell. Look at that. Look at super crazy. It's like he could just got shot in the face. Mm. Like, legit with a shotgun. And it's so weird because, like, my first experience with Tajiri was a face in WWE. Like, I didn't even know he was a heel. Regal's mm. sort of um, butler on the side, wasn't he? He was like his assistant or something. And he's another one that was with Tori Wilson for a time. Yeah, true. Yeah. But that's when he actually turned heel in WWE. They made him have a heel run with yes. her. Oh. Far out. His face is... Rhino. Rhino. With a gore. With an upside-down gore in the turnbuckle. Upside-down gore. Tajiri's trying to talk to him. He's mocking Van Damme there. As he says that... Uh, Who have we got coming out now? You think about it, like, Rhino even just signalled for him by doing yeah, the... Like, Let's bring him down to the ring. Now, who is this guy with, um... That's, um, that's Scotty Anton. Scanning out... Yeah, no, the other fellow, the one who was on his um, shoulders. So, Scotty Anton was carrying Van Damme. Yeah, Scotty Anton, and the other yeah. guy is, um... Bill Alfonso. Bill Alfonso. Oh shit! Yeah, Anton was in um, Raven's Flock. Yes, he was in um, what is it? WCW. She far out. That went into the crowd. That went into the crowd. <laughs> Look at this—the up and over. Oh really shit! Van sells the leg. Yep, sells that leg. Yeah, because in the super oh, crazy on top. Come on, ref. Nope. Wait. New we champion. New, we got a new champion. We got a new champion. He is super. He is crazy. Don't mind the mist on my face. I'm the champion now. He got right in there. He did. The rhino going. Oh, far out. Yeah, because Scotty Anton actually turned on Van Damme in one of the ECW storylines, which led to a match between them. And I think that was the very... He was the very first person to get the Van Terminator as well. Oh, really? Okay. In their feud from memory, I believe. Do you know what you need now? What's that? Glass breaking and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that? The cold air oh, was just shit. explode. dun 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 we, we, need we need an alternative. So who's another guy with beer that we can have come out now for this spot? Uh, uh, New Jack again. <laughs> Bottle of whiskey. Half, half, half his head. <laughs> Comes out with... <laughs> oh, shit. This keeps falling to the left. <laughs> no. Hulk Hogan. You get Hulk Hogan. <laughs> American made. I thought that. No, 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 no. American made. Oh, shit. Because that's what I heard this theme here. I'm like, hang on. He was born and raised in the US of A. He's doing the pose. Doing the gear. Oh, shit. You broke it over his head. Look at it. It's just broken into splinters. Oh. Oh, shit. I've just he come back from the, the hospital. He wears the heart off his own street on his sleeve. 
I've just come back from the hospital. My wife's all good, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at it, just shattered. He's got Bruce Lee on his t-shirt. That's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty fucking badass. And I think from memory, what would Van Dam get one more match in? I think before he finished up, I believe. There's some beers in the ring. Got a six pack or a four pack there? Uh, it looks like a sixer. I think he tries to get him to cut the music, but they won't do it. Watch Sam Man. He puts his hand up and he says, cut my music. And then they don't. And he's like, okay, I guess I'm not cutting my promo. Enter night. Sort of overshadows his big win, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Here's a question. How long do you think his idol reign ended for? Or went for? Uh, A week. 27 days. 27 days, okay. Mm-hmm. Who do you think he lost it to? Rhino. Went to Tajiri first. Oh, Tajiri, something. Cool. Yeah. Tajiri to Rhino, because then Tajiri, the network turned on Tajiri after he yes. won the belt. Yeah. And then Rhino to Kid Cash, and then Kid Cash back to Rhino. I think they want him to, to, to yeah, he's asking him to stop the song, and they're like, no. Hmm. We've got to go off air, so just take a beer and have a pose. And I love Van Dam. I don't drink beer. I, I, I smoke weed. I'll have this then. Are you having a beer or you're having a beer? <laughs> I just love to see Alfonso do that. Just use his teeth to crack the can up. <laughs> Here you go, Daddy. Just use his one Here tooth. Here you go, baby. His chomper. Just chomp the can up. <laughs> don't forget old chomper here. <laughs> oh, Bill. Oh, yeah, at the beginning recap. of the night, this is how it stays. Now, over God this spot, you put Bobby the Brain Heenan talking, recapping the night with Tony Schiavone. Well, I just got to say here, does a woman get hurt? <laughs> oh, right in the dick. Oh, man, he felt hard. He did, too. He nearly hit the guardrail. Oh, just completely it cut what um, Electra did. And they cut nothing of Nunzio having offense at all in that match. No, none at all. No. No, great show. Very good show. Not this part. I didn't like this bit. This part's uh, good. They didn't show what happened to New Jack. Thank God. This was awesome. One, two, three. The referee just loves that fast count. He does too. He's like, on the ground. Every match he did that. So it would be, what, two championship matches and two new champions. No, what, yes. three title matches, two new champs. That's right. Through the table. And do you think also, too, like, it doesn't complicate things only having a small amount of titles. One tag belt, one TV title, one world title, that's it. That's what there's you no think. women's belt, there's no other singles championship, there's no cruiserweight title, there's just, what, what three belts. The only, there was only one... Uh, sort of women's wrestler at this time in this company wasn't there mm. and that was um, Jazz wasn't it yeah but they never actually did anything with the women's title at all but they were trying to bring more women in but 
nothing seemed yeah. to happen before they left it within the next year. And that's it, guys. Hope you have enjoyed our, our watch-along of ECW Living Dangerously 2000. Any uh, comments, Al, before we finish up? Well, a great show to go back to uh, 22 years ago and uh, enjoy some extreme championship wrestling. Very nice. Before we finish up for this month, guys, I want to give a shout-out to not one but two great wrestling podcasts and also a shout-out to our sponsors. We're talking about Rogue Energy. Uh, we're also talking about Player One Coffee and also Clinch Gaming, so stick through their great promo and actually get yourself some great discounts. The likes of 5%, 10%, and also 15%. Check these guys out. Main Event Marks is a retro pro wrestling podcast hosted by two lifelong wrestling marks and walking wrestling encyclopedias, Troy and Greg. Every Wednesday, we do a breakdown and review from a fan's perspective on some of wrestling's biggest and most forgotten shows ever, along with the industry news from that time period taking you back in history to when that event took place. Main Event Marks is available on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. Follow us on social media at Main Event underscore Marks. This is Brian H. Waters here, one half of the wrestling realm. As we celebrate our 10th anniversary, we invite you to join in the celebration by subscribing to our YouTube channel. That's going to youtube.com slash the wrestling realm, realm spelt with a W. Also, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Wrestling Realm. Like the fan page on Facebook at The Wrestling Realm. And last but certainly not least, find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora Podcast, and Anchor at The Wrestling Realm. This is Brian H. Waters signing off. Back to the Brocast Podcast. Well, guys, you know what time it is. Alan's left the room, so I have to give a bit of a readout of our sponsors and affiliates. So Rogue Energy is a premium energy and focus supplement designed to optimize your mental and physical performance. And if you check out RogueEnergy.com and use our promo code 2702 at checkout, you will get 10% off products. Next one I want to talk about is Luxie. So Luxie can enhance your performance with their analog grips. These grips can be used on your PlayStation, your Xbox, and your Nintendo Switch. And if you visit Luxie.com and use the promo code BRO247, that's BRO247, you get a total of 15% off products. Up next is Triumph Chairs. So Triumph Chairs is a gaming chair company specializing in comfort and performance. Visit TriumphChairs.com and use the promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 10% off products. Up next is Clinch Gaming. Clinch Gaming manufactures custom professional gaming controllers that you can use on your Xbox and your PlayStation and use our promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 5% off products. Up next is Player One Coffee. So Player One Coffee developed coffee recipes custom tailored to gamers creative developers and just about anyone who really enjoys a cup of coffee and lucky last is victoriouseyewear.com so victorious eyewear developed blue white blocking gaming glasses designed to eliminate digital eye strain and help you maintain comfortable and focused visiting our uh, victoriouseyewear.com and use the promo code bro247 at checkout gets you 10% off so again shout out there to victorious eyewear player one coffee 
Clinch Gaming, Triumph Chairs, Luxy.com and Rogue Energy. All right, guys, we are back and we're at the tail end of what has been a really good episode and a great watch along once again for Wrestling Companion number 75. Any closing comments, Al, before we finish up? Uh, thank you again for everyone who took time to download this episode this month. I hope everyone vastly enjoyed it. It was a good times. Um, we're glad to be having that, the return of the wonderful world we live in. Hope everyone had a good chuckle out of that. And uh, I still will, if I can get a nice little reminder, is we'll try to have a bit of a part two on our friend Mr. McDonald and his uh, penis arm. And we'll find out what's going to be, if there was any results um, in that. Um, yeah, I won't be doing much streaming as much as I used to be because I, most of my streaming I did was on the PlayStation. So I apologies on that. Um, you can still find me on Twitter. I am Alan, uh, I'm sorry, Alan Ross TVK. Uh, so you can find me in there. If you play Wordle. I'm saying this for people out there. If you play Wordle and you want to compare scores, please follow me. We'll have a good chuckle about it as well too. And occasionally I will drop it every now and again some funny memes I find that I find funny. Um, also too, if you're looking for um, cheap hilarity and just pure cringe, follow me on TikTok. That's right. I'm on TikTok. That's Roscoe Bosco 84. Find me on there and uh, enjoy the cringe. Uh, yes, a big shout out to you too, Thomas. Thank you again for getting all this stuff together. And a wise choice on the show. It was very good. Thank you. Awesome, bro. Thanks for coming along again for a watch. This has been a, another great watch along, guys. We've got a library of other events we want to check out. If you want to know more about us, you can download all of our episodes on Apple iTunes, on uh, Podbean, also on Castro, Castbox, Spotify. You can check us out on our main two show tools, which is Instagram and also Twitter. Twitter's probably the thing that we're the most active on. Um, shout out to our partners that we play throughout the show, a number of podcasts that we support. We like to exchange reviews and rates. If you have a promo that you want to actually have on our show, you know, shoot us an email, broadcast2 at gmail.com. We're always happy to share promos. Our, I know our show has actually been like seven different podcasts at the moment. I've been getting tagged quite a lot on shows that have actually put us on there, and I think that's actually helped us grow our audience, which is really, really cool. Um, and as I think with that being said, we've got other shows coming out. We will have a, I'm calling it Steel Cage Sunday 2. We'll be putting out a TBK vault in the next coming weeks with three Steel Cage matches that we've actually covered. Look out. I think we're actually thinking about doing. Let me try and pull it up what they actually are. I think it's going to be, no, it's not in my notes, so I'll have to do it another time. I might cut this out, so, yeah. This is embarrassing. I know. Well, it is, it is what it is. It's the broadcast of a bit. Hey, 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 hey. You're hey, an embarrassment hey. to the family, and you hang your head in shame. Bloody shameful. Shame, shame, shame. Well, when I hit end record, we're going to have a talk about this, because that's pretty hurtful. That's hurtful. No, I'm going, to, sure. I'm going to bed. I'm tired. No, you are, you are staying around for two minutes. That's all I ask for, is two minutes. No. Uh, mm. Not good enough. Well, Say so good that night. Note, guys, well, on that note, uh, as we say each and every episode, good morning. Good afternoon, good evening, or good night.
Yeah, guys, thanks for sticking around. Now we're going to go back and listen to a classic TBK moment. <laughs> okay, look at him. Oh, so tiny. Look at him, little chihuahua. Uh, that would be terrifying for face, the poor though. thing. For doggies. I wonder whose dog it was. I'm going to ask Bruce that when I see him. Excuse me? Excuse me, Bruce. In Smackdown 01, mm-hmm. who's Pepper's dog? Who's the owner of Pepper? Hmm? Was what? it yours? What? How many, were, how many peppers did oh, you go don't through? Don't worry about it. Yeah. Just, I'll, uh, I'll sit next to you. How many peppers did you go through? Huh? Tom, sit down. Yeah. Yep. No, okay. <laughs> don't mind here, he's an idiot. Also, my um, dog! Bruce, can I get you to say broadcast just into this, just really quick? Say what? Say um, if you could just say, um, you're listening Boo- to the broadcast. Sit, sit down. Sit, sit down. down. Here's <laughs> a wanker. That's me starting uh-huh. to chant. <laughs> 